3: Hello and welcome everyone to our third game of Wild Beyond the Witchlight. This is a D&D adventure we've been playing uh, that's set in the, in the Feywild. We are all hanging out in a Feywild carnival. All of our characters here were uh, snuck into this carnival when they were young and they lost something, and they've now returned to find what they have lost. In the carnival, they found some suspicious things, reports of lost items, lost people, they've been trying to investigate. Along the way, they met a troublemaking kinku named Kettle Steam, who they chased down and attempted to get some answers out of, but they got kicked out of the carnival in the process for starting a ruckus. Uh, they've now gotten back in with the help of a gnome, a mysterious benefactor who helped them back into the carnival and said that they should uh, be on the lookout. They should figure this out because there's something more happening at the witchlight Carnival, and they may be able to recover what they've lost or help others as well. So when we left our party of adventurers, they were all heading into the big top extravaganza. And uh, so I would like to introduce our
0: players, starting with... um starting with Anna. Hi, I'm Anna, and I am playing Moss. She's a human ranger who has lost her memory. And Joe?
4: I'm Joe Perez. I'll be playing Alistair Hoppleton, uh, a bunny samurai who lost his sense of, well, fun. And uh, Andrew?
1: I'm Andrew Powers, Shot, an elf that was up here who lost the ability to come to a logical conclusion.
5: And Matt? Howdy, uh, I'm Matt. I'm playing Hippolyta Millicent Hoppleton. I... Harrington Bard, basically a a bunny, and I didn't lose nothing. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm certainly never ashamed. I've never felt shame, but no one took that from me. That's just me.
2: I'm fine.
3: That's my story. (laughs) And we have our special guest star, Mitch.
2: Hello. I'm playing Kettlesteam, uh, a mischievous Kenku who uh, knows the carnival pretty well is trying to get some information out of the owners who just will not talk to her.
3: Uh, so when we left off, you, uh, we had Anna and Kettlesteam had gone inside the big top for the big top extravaganza. And, uh, actually I should use everyone's character names and, uh, Alistair Hippolyta and True Shot were heading into the car, into the big top as well. When you enter you, it's a big three ring circus with, uh, You know, tall, pointed tents with uh, multicolored lights overhead. There are um, all sorts of acts throughout here. Kind of people hyping up the crowd. Clowns. And uh, you see your friend Candlefoot, who is a mime, who has been, uh, who's lost his voice. Kind of miming with the crowd. You see uh, tumblers kind of along the front. Yeah. Just, uh, getting people cheering and doing acrobatics. Just kind of, everyone's sort of hyping the crowd up. Uh, and there are big, uh, benches along the sides. I assume everyone goes in and finds their seat in the crowd?
1: Yep. Sure. Okay, can I look around for Moss since we lost her?
3: Your- uh, sure. Roll a, um, perception check. 17. Uh, yes, you glance around and even in this noisy, boisterous cloud, you see Moss sitting with a, uh, Kettle steam, why don't you tell us what you look like right now? Because kettle steam can uh, uh, change their appearance.
2: Um, I look like an average human person.
3: Uh, very, very average. So you see Ma- the familiar face of moss sitting next to a totally average human.
2: I do Com- have wings, though. I do have the the little attachable like wings.
3: Uh, yes, and. Everyone here that you can notice is wearing butterfly wings on their back in different, a multitude of different colors. Uh, That's how the carnival owners make sure you've bought a ticket. You get a pair of butterfly wings with your ticket. Um, So as everyone has kind of settled in, the lights dim and a hush starts to fall over the crowd. And a second later, a spotlight illuminates the center of the big top. And there's a lithe elven figure sitting in a silver hoop suspended above the center ring by silk ropes. The elf wears a dazzling suit of diamond-pane mirrors and a pair of butterfly wings, you know, to fit in. His scepter is topped with a spinning vein. Welcome, one and all, to this evening's extravaganza. I am Mr. Light. Prepare to be delighted. And, uh, the rings burst into activity as performers flood out from backstage. And, uh... With that Mr. Light kind of steep keeping in the center of things, waving his scepter and directing the action. You see uh acts of acrobatic synchronized flying over the rings, fire breathers parading about. So what what is everyone up to while the show is going on? Watching it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I mean to
2: Well, like I I don't know if there are any spells I can actually cast, but I'm going to just kind of keep an eye out for an opportunity where I can just to kind of move my hands in a way that no one's going to notice and, and cause a little trouble. Nothing that's going to hurt anyone, but just, you know, a little fun.
3: Uh, let's take a look what you can do. Um, I mean, you could probably do something like uh, disrupt the lights that are lighting the stage. You could maybe cause some illusions that sort of interfere with how you're seeing the performers. Or make some illusion that causes one of the acrobats to trip while they're doing a tumble on the on the show floor. Something like that?
2: Uh, if, if I'm able to do it, I would like to cast I would like to make it so one of the performers sees the other performer as themselves and just gets really confused.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, so there is a, there are a pair of clowns doing some sort of act where they're running around and uh, you know they face each other and they're going to they look like they're going to start to do something. maybe they're gonna tumble, maybe they're gonna juggle. And uh, then one of them just steps back and looks shocked and there's just, you know, looking around and uh, the other one kind of approaches him and it kind of kind of disrupts the the mood. The audience does a kind of polite clap because they sort of wind up walking off the stage very rapidly. And it's like, you know, you hear some grumbles in the crowd like, well, that, that act didn't last very long. What's, ugh, yeah, I've seen better.
2: I quickly also... Before they're fully off the stage, turn the lights on and off.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's some, they're like magical spotlights up there and some of them flash on and off. And again, the audience kind of figures this is part of the show and sort of does a kind of confused
0: clap. Moss kind of rolls her eyes at, at steam and says, you have a very strange way of getting people's attention.
2: Not quite sure I know what you're talking about. I'm Don't just pretend. here for the show.
0: Uh huh. You're looking to get access to Mr. Light and Mr. Witch. Just like I am. I know you're looking for their attention. You just have a funny way of going about it.
2: Isn't that the best way of going about things?
0: To each their own.
3: Uh, So the show continues for about an hour, and towards the end of the hour, Mr. Light center stage comes out again and asks if any of the audience would like to join them and show off their talents for the evening. All right, I'll raise my hand okay well he summons you down and if anyone would like to join you then
4: I'm just gonna watch this yeah yeah my talents are fighting and I got yelled at for that last <laughs> time so I'm gonna sit and watch what's going with my sister
3: okay yeah. true shot are you are you doing anything
4: no
1: I do want to watch this <laughs> okay
3: <laughs> uh, so entertain <laughs> uh, there there are a couple of people who have come down and uh what do you want to do part
5: Hold on, it's been a while, so I actually have to look at what my musical instrument of choice is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> many options, many many options.
2: The hurdy gurdy.
4: <laughs> don't you? There's don't you disparage the hurdy gurdy? i wasn't disparaging
5: offer? it. Huh. Apparently, I don't have a musical instrument, so I guess it's just singing. It looks like you have a flute. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I couldn't find it. Oh, there yeah, it is. Look you had there.
4: a you had a pan flute, I think, as well, because you played that. I think our first.
5: Uh, I don't see pan flute. I just see flute. Uh, and pamphlet would be schwalm, I think, and I don't see it, but I'll go with flute. All right. Do I, do they want me to say anything? Like, do, do I have to introduce myself to the crowd? What's the deal? Uh,
3: yeah, let's say Mr. Light kind of gestures at you and says, introduce yourself and show us your great talents this evening. Well, I wouldn't
5: say I have great talents, but, uh,
3: my name is Polita. Hello, everyone.
5: Uh, I am a bunny, as you can see. Uh, for you, I will do this. And I take out my flute, and I uh, do a quick tune-up. And uh, then I will spend that Inspiration die I had from last time. I don't remember if it was just a D4 or what the the die is. You gave us Inspiration. Okay. D6. This isn't my character's Inspiration, because I don't have that yet. Oh. It's what she gave us Inspiration last time. I have At least I have it checked.
4: No, inspiration uh, means that you get to roll advantage on one roll.
5: Okay. Then I will use that. And I will make a performance check. So here we uh, go. Ah, yes. That's my four on the first try. So I'll try again. Ooh.
3: Yeah, yeah. Definitely see if you can do a little better. And that's
5: a 12 to gives me an 18. Uh, my actual 18's
3: check. pretty good. Uh, so you start, you start playing and, uh, you know, at first the crowd's a little uncertain and then you get into it and, you know, by the, by the end of your song, there is like this hushed, the whole crowd is hushed, listening, trying to catch your notes. There's a bright spotlight on you. And as you wrap up, everyone applauds, led by Mister Witch, uh, Mister Light. Sorry, who gestures grandly with his scepter, bows before you, and uh, says, "Thank you, thank you, Hippolyta, for this wonderful show of talent," and waves you back towards the crowd.
5: I nod uh, and do so. I walk back into the crowd.
3: Um, Can I make
5: a while I'm there though? Can I make a perception check looking at Mister That was Mister Witch or Mister Light. That was Mr. Light. Okay, can I make a perception check? Does he look harried? Is there anything about him that looks particularly uncomfortable?
3: Um yeah. Don't roll me a check.
5: <laughs> That's a seven. So uh, no, I don't notice anything. No I don't, notice anything.
3: We're all... no, I don't think so. He's he's wearing a very fanciful costume. He has a lot of makeup on with a big painted smile, so it's it's hard to tell. On my way
5: by, um mm-hmm. the person who's with uh I'm sorry, and I can't remember your character's name. Boss. The person who's with Moss, do, I, do we have any way of recognizing him? Would, would you know who that was? Because um, he changed
2: appearances. I, I think last se- not to DM, sorry, Liz, but I think last session yeah. we did say you'd kind of pick up on the fact, even if I didn't look this
5: up. Okay. Then I walk, I thought, as I head yeah. back to my seat, I walk past and turn to him and say, if you were me, you could have just spoken to him. And then I keep
2: going.
3: So a couple more performers come up, uh, audience members. There's some that get polite applause, some that get a roaring cheer. And, um, you know, eventually the show wraps up. There is, uh, you know, applause and the audience kind of gradually filters out. Mr. Mr. Light bows fancifully and thanks everyone for joining them for a delightful evening of entertainment.
2: I make the lights super rainbow colors just like... All over the
3: place. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Witch kind of. Uh, I keep mixing them up. Mr. Light, the only one of them that's here, uh, kind of glances up in confusion, but then laughs kind of delightedly and goes with it. And uh, he reminds everyone to come back at uh, midnight for the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch. And uh, he walks back off stage.
2: What time is it now?
3: Ew
5: second, I thought you meant the actual time it is right now.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, we we're not, not
5: waiting for midnight of actual time.
3: No, no, we, we are going to sit I'm, around and midnight. Yeah. Uh, it's about eight o'clock. Okay. I think that's how that works.
5: I'll be clean like, when I get back to my clean out and so forth. Uh, okay. got to do that between playing. It gets nasty. And-
2: um, is it like, do I see where Mr. Light is going after he kind of bows? Like, is... Is there any, like, indication that he's sneaking off somewhere? Or is he just kind of continuing business as usual? Like, what's he doing now that he's kind of closed the show?
3: He is not sneaking off. He heads into the backstage where a lot of the other performers are heading. He, uh, you know, walks with confidence. There's nothing. He's not sneaking. And he's kind of wearing, like, this very shiny costume. It would be, you could see him from a mile off, probably. Um. Um, are y'all sitting close together? I the, thought we were,
5: whole... Moss was off with uh, yeah, Califet and the red thought three of us were together. I believe
0: that's what we said last time. Yeah. I believe we're close is enough right. that you walked past us to get to your seat. Yeah, so I, I thought we I took, reasonably yeah. close. Yeah, I, I, really I
5: need pains to do that. Yeah, okay. I tried mm-hmm.
1: to sit as far away, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because yeah, but at some point when we're leaving, I'd probably like yell over to Moss, hey, over here. Not picking up hints that they were purposely <laughs> far away.
3: Um so as you as you head out, um a bugbear dressed in dungarees comes over you, um Hippolyta. He has a pumpkin on his head. Because why not? Hello, oh, um, sir. Yes, excuse me. The carnival's proprietors after your lovely performance would like to see you to greet you back at their back at their wagon. Would you like would you be willing to come with me? Can I bring my brother? Ah, uh, yes, your entire group may come if you'd like. Oh no, and I look at Kettlestein—just my brother. <laughs> so you're you're leaving Trushot and Moss behind? Is that what's happening?
5: They can come if they want, I suppose. Do you, Trushot Moss? <laughs> would you like to come meet him?
3: I'm trying to figure out why he has a pumpkin.
5: Because he wants to.
3: It's I... a very, it's a very stylish countryman. If you, if you must know,
1: do you have extra pumpkins for us?
3: Well, if you really wanted one, I'm sure we can find one.
5: I don't want a pumpkin.
4: I, I also <laughs> do not want a pumpkin. Thank you, though. <laughs> but you know
5: what? Actually, why don't all you. five of us go? <laughs> and then again, that's looking directly at Kettlestein. You'd like to come along, wouldn't you?
2: Actually, I would.
5: Then I get in a little close to him. Then you should say that you're sorry to me, should
2: No, I shouldn't.
5: Then you should stay here.
2: Also, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> well, for your um, sake, I suggest I don't. Well, for my sake,
5: I want to hear and I'm sorry. For what, exactly? I don't think we need to get into that in front of the nice man, do you?
2: I'm not really sure what I'm apologizing for, so if you're going to make me apologize, then yes, we do.
5: You don't know what you're apologizing for. You don't think there's any reason you should apologize to me. There's nothing that happened between us that was unpleasant and we should clear the air on.
2: I remember you attacking me, yes. In fact, maybe you owe me an apology.
3: Moth rolls her eyes at this point and says... When did I even once attack you? I didn't even touch um, you. I'm going to pause that for a second because you did take six hit points off Kettlesteam who has 20 hit points. Yeah, so but I did it
5: with what? I t- did it with mock- with uh, Vicious Mockery. I didn't touch him.
2: That's you still attack me. <laughs>
5: but no, nobody saw me attack you.
2: I saw you attack me. You
5: didn't see anything. Are we going to really anything.
0: do this again, people? <laughs> I'm just—that's what my
5: character. Is I, I look at Moss. I I'm that, like, and
0: I'm trying to is, interfere is and trying always, to get you to stop. Is
2: she always like this? Yes. Like, yes, she yes, she
4: is.
0: Yes, she is. My new friend Moss says has promised to behave, and I advise us to take him in to meet Mister Witch and Mister Light. Shall we? Eh, if you say so. Um. Uh,
2: I I, I look bear. at the the bugbear, and I'm like. I apologize on behalf of the group. We'll be going now.
3: Uh, The bugbear gives kind of a dignified nod at you, which is a little weird because they're wearing a pumpkin as like a hat.
5: Um, I'm going to actually take the bugbear's arm. So tell me about about this pumpkin.
3: Uh, Well, you know, it's part of my sort of carnival attire. You know, it's kind of goes with the outfit and he's got sort of farming dungarees on and it's it is kind of a look. I mean, if you—that's the sort of look you wanted to go with. Does it signify anything? Like, I'm—I'm I'm letting him lead us, and I'm
5: like just making conversation.
3: <laughs> uh all right. And he does lead you through the crowds, and the crowds kind of part around him. You know, um, he's—he's he's kind of a larger gentleman, a little bit intimidating, perhaps. Uh and he leads you back to the uh, back Can to the I back Can I ask you what your area. name is, sir? I am
5: Burley, thank you. Burley. That's it's a did you choose that name? Because it's a very apt name.
3: It's an adjective. Uh it is indeed an adjective, but it is also my name. It is the name I was given. Yeah, it's it suits
2: you. Did I hear correctly you have more pumpkins?
3: Ah, uh, I'm sure I'm sure I can find a pumpkin if it's uh if that's what you want. Yes,
2: I'd love a pumpkin. <laughs>
3: Uh, Okay, so he escorts you towards the backstage area where y'all kind of investigated earlier. There's this big wall of thorns around it. And uh, as he approaches it, the wall of thorns parts to let all of you in. And uh, back here, there's just an open area with a bunch of wagons laid out. There are a bunch of carnival people kind of sitting around, witch light hands sort of waiting between taking breaks, you know, eating, all of these things. And, uh, Burly escorts you over to, uh, one of the larger wagons. And, uh, it's it's particularly ostentatious, really. Bright-colored paint and, and gilded with little gold swirls and elaborate decorations. And, uh, leaning outside this wagon is a clown with a painted grin on his face, looks a little older, his hair is graying, and he's puffing on a pipe that blows multicolored bubbles. As uh, as, you, as you pass and, the, and Burley goes up to knock on the door, the clown glares
4: at you all. Hello? I glare, I say to him, I glare back.
3: Uh, yeah, the clown just keeps glowering. Uh, Burley knocks on the door and uh, opens it up when he gets a response to come in and ushers you inside. inside. I'm uh, not
5: used to clowns being cross with me. Yeah,
1: it doesn't seem very funny.
3: Um, so inside you see a flamboyant elf who is mr light as you saw earlier and he's grinning ear from ear and welcomes you inside with a theatrical bow please come in it's a delight to meet you all i am mr light and this is my associate mr witch Uh, mr witch is kind of in a Somber suit and standing against the wall of the uh, of the wagon, and he inclines his head politely.
5: I do like a little curtsy bow. Yeah. That was a
3: fine. That was a fine performance out there. Though I hear the lot of you have been in a bit of trouble. Yes. Ah, well, I suppose sometimes it happens. Spirits get rather high at the carnival with all of this excitement around. Well, I think my friend here wants
5: wanted to to meet, and I'll I'll indicate Kettlefoot.
2: I I'm I'm kind of like looking around the room for a couple of seconds, and I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, "Me? Friend? Ah, oh yes, me."
5: (laughs) I (sighs) mean, that is why you're here because you're one of my friends, and I did a performance, and you wrote in on my coattails. Yes, that is how you got in here,
4: sister. Please.
5: So clearly, you wanted to speak to them. They're here.
2: Speak to them. Might be a bit of an exaggeration, but someone is going to find out about this. They'll shut us down. We agreed to this pact. Our hands were forced, but our eyes were open. We let the hourglass coven take what it wants, and in return, we stay in business. That is what you want, right? And the group would likely recognize these as Mr. Light and Mr. Witch's voices. Ah,
3: Yes, it's a pitch-perfect rendering of... Uh, their voices and Mr. Uh, Mr. Light's demeanor changes instantly. He just, um, uh, I mean, you've, you haven't known him for long, but throughout the entire performance, even when kettle steam was messing with things, he had a bright smile and a cheerful demeanor. And now he's not quite frowning, but his, uh, you know, his lips are in a tight line and he's glaring. And, uh... Thanks for letting <laughs> us know up front that that was
1: what you... So, I go, so you two are Ventriloquist? <laughs>
3: uh, and Mr. Witch is the one who speaks, kind of uh, giving a sharp look at our completely ordinary human friend. Uh, he waves his hand in a gesture, and uh, suddenly, steam looks like a kinkoo again. <laughs> I mean... You you can still speak in your same voice, but now you...
2: I, I, steam- it, it's, I do it out of surprise because I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, oh, like... Oh,
5: real fast? Yeah. Just just for Mitch? Did, did you know that they got
4: rid of that for Kenko? Oh.
3: oh, this talking thing?
5: The
4: curse yeah, they is can gone. talk now. The curse is gone, yeah. In the new book? Oh. Yep.
5: Well, just after you got done with my campaign.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, thought I'd let you know that. I appreciate that. I also um I, I still kinda let the, the cause out here and there, but that is good to know. Also, I <laughs> I don't know if we're playing by those rules or not, so I'll let you no, take that call. It
5: but, just came
3: to my mind.
2: Um Yeah, it's
3: it's an interesting change.
2: I I, I I'm startled by the sudden transformation. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I quickly regain composure and say neither of you look too happy if if um if you're not willing to, you know talk about what we just heard. There's a clown outside who might cheer you up, or at least make for good
4: company. <laughs> does, this have, uh, does this have anything to do with what we've lost? And I look at Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. That's why I'm here.
3: Yes, it is uh, a shame when people lose things at the carnival. It does happen sometimes. And then both Witch and, Witch and Light are both still watching uh, Kettle steam.
4: I think, from what I've heard from nondescript sources you both have been very unhappy recently i assume it has something to do with that i assume that there's something going sideways and i assume that that is probably why most of your employees are sad and miserable right now or at least the ones that we've observed such as missing children maybe we can help you if you can help us
2: i repeat we let the hourglass coven take what it wants
4: that would be a good place to start probably
3: Running a carnival is a difficult business at times. There have been, uh, Mr. Witch starts that thought uh, and pauses, and Mr. Light jumps in and says, Challenges!
4: That might be an understatement. I understand that what you do is beyond a normal carnival at an order of magnitude. I understand that there are forces at work that, I, that we may not understand, but I also know that I can't be happy. Like, legitimately, I cannot feel happiness anymore. Nothing brings me... I want that back. So if I have to fight a witch, I'll do it. If I need to solve a mystery, I'll do it. I am not whole. I want to be whole. What good is coming to your carnival if nothing makes me smile? Uh,
3: and Mr. Light does actually frown at that. That is a quite tragic loss. Such things... Such things should not go missing, but sometimes things do go missing. I mean, you can't
5: want these hourglass people to be doing this, right? I mean, I don't know exactly what is going on here, but I do know you can't... Wouldn't you rather be running your carnival without worrying about them?
4: Or the weird, creepy girls that live in mirrors? Or the clowns
5: that aren't funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: no, there's... In the the Hall of Mirrors, there's a weird, creepy girl that lives in them, apparently, and tried to steal somebody's away through the mirror.
5: Yeah, we we couldn't figure a way in, but we did see it.
4: We managed to save the individual just before they were uh, snatched away.
5: I mean, I don't, again, it, I don't really understand you, what's going on here. And I'm, I'm
4: watching them as I'm saying that. I'm watching to see if there's any visible recognition of, like, that scenario. I'll actually,
3: I'll try to make a persuasion check here. Um, neither of them like, look like, surprised. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Witch uh, just says somewhat dourly. Mr. Witch kind of has a, he has that sort of attitude. And the wheel of time turns ever on. What's lost is lost. What's gone is gone. Not things cannot always be recovered once they've been lost. There are forces at work beyond any of our control.
4: I would rather try and fail than just accept loss before attempting.
3: I'm
2: getting impatient. Talk plainly, and not so much in rhymes. What, what is, is the, hourglass it?
0: the hourglass? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos buddy. Mm-hmm. We are
3: not at liberty to say such things, I am afraid. And you, my fine feathered friend, have been here causing a great deal of distress. More
2: distress than it causes one to lose their sense of happiness?
3: I mean Mr. Mr. Light is kind of scowling now.
2: <sighs> I I smile at that.
4: Or, or to <laughs> lose as much one's, as a bird uh, sorry, go ahead. as a bird smiles. Or or to lose one's cub that has been missing for several weeks. A member of this, your own family. At, at this, A of your own point, family here. Yeah.
2: At this point, I'm like, "Oh, right, the cub." Yes, I had nothing to do with that. Um, as I was trying to say, your friend here, Moss, informed me of
4: that. And I look at and I look at you. We didn't know. We knew that you were causing disruptions and made an assumption. I apologize.
2: Oh well, thank you. I appreciate the apology. And then I look at uh, Hippolyta.
5: She I... gives you an incredibly bland look back. I don't. You got what you wanted because you... of me. Hmm. I ignore don't it, want to just m- go back no. to Mr. I uh, No, Mr. I'm turning Ridge. back to them now because you've gotten to talk. I'm going to try and make a persuasion check. Yeah. Man 11. Uh, well, I still was still going, going to say it so
3: that it gets yeah, said. go for it.
5: I don't... Who can tell us if you can't? What? Just let us go and try. If we fail, we'll probably be dead. And that won't be your problem. My brother wants his, his mirth back. I don't know if if Moss wants her memory back. I have no idea if true shot wants his ability to make any kind of good decision back, um,
2: quietly go, Oh,
5: but it's worth a shot. Let us go try it. I mean, if you can't tell us, you're not at Liberty to say that's fine. I don't need to try to force you to do something you can't or won't do. Just give us something so we can leave here and, and at least make the attempt. I, I don't, I didn't come here to cause trouble. I didn't come here to hurt people. I didn't come here to make people unhappy or scared or any of that. I just came here because my brother needs help, please. And that's it.
2: Kettlesteins look changes a little bit at that. It gives gives Hippolyta a more uh, understanding glance.
3: And uh, Mr. Light says, we are very, very sorry for your loss, losses, uh, but there is nothing we can do.
4: We're not asking for you to do it. We'll do it.
3: And Mr. Witch uh, just sort of grimly states, we have no information for you.
2: None. That's that's really how you'd like to play this?
3: I'm afraid there's nothing we can tell you. He uh, glances down at his pocket watch, flips it open, and uh, gives kind of looks up at Burley, who's still standing, kind of just propped against the side of the door, uh, and gives a nod and says, it's... It's time for the carnival to move on. We must continue the evening.
2: No. What do you know about Prismere? I'm not leaving until I know more about what oh. you've done.
5: I'm going to I I step away from like we're going to go. He can stay here and yell at you if you want. <laughs> that's not Can you let us out, please?
3: Uh yes. I mean Burley is
5: That's what me turning to Burley. I'm like, can you let yeah, us out, perfectly.
3: Uh, of course, of course. Have,
5: have fun ranting at them. <laughs>
3: Uh, kettle steam. if you want to say something else, you may, but Burley is going to come up and grab your arm in a firm way.
2: My, my arm? Mm-hmm. Yes. Your wing.
3: No, yes, I suppose you're-
2: They're not saying what they know. It's not just the hourglass coven. They've done something to my patron, my god, and I can't do anything about it, so I want to know how to fix it from here.
3: I'm afraid we have done nothing, and so we can undo nothing. I am very sorry for your loss, but there is nothing we can do.
2: Can I make like a perception check to see if they're actually, like, if they believe that they can't do anything?
3: Or yeah, if they sure. mean something
5: actually, I'm going to do an insight. If they okay. mean think they're something being literal. specific. Oh boy, that was a
3: solid four. <laughs> they are just,
0: they that are hard to read. Insight um, was a
5: 20 though. Oh,
0: uh, yes, <laughs> that's, that's very good. Uh, I want to do a perception check to, like, look around the space and see if there's any clues or
3: uh, okay, items in your
0: room yeah, also you, that I might
1: be able uh, to.
3: Go ahead and make a perception or investigation, if you would rather. Um, Hippolyta, you, you know, give them a good hard glance and you think they're being serious. You yeah, think they- They're specifically you, saying that
5: they can do nothing because they have done nothing. They're leaning on the word nothing. What do I yes, get out of that? you-
3: you get the impression that they are being uh, maybe very specific in the words they are using. They are not lying, but there could there. It feels like there's something that they're avoiding saying here. if That makes.
5: Sense. Yeah, I, I I was getting that sense. Of,
3: yeah. yeah.
5: Well, I am letting Burley take me outside. I am not struggling. I'm not fighting. Okay. I am not, and I am certainly not assisting. The, the Kenku Kettlestein in, in doing so, I am getting out. Um, I feel like,
1: um, I feel like there's like a starting point that they could give us that we're not getting, especially the cult, like who the cult is if, or where the cult is before we leave. That kind of
0: that's why I wanted to do a check. I'm like trying to see like, is there a letter? Is there a, anything like a token, something in their office that I might see that I can use as a hint. I rolled a twenty one on perception. Uh, yeah,
3: that's a really good role. You glance around while everyone is talking. um you know, there are two bunks. there's a table with some chairs. You see a hat box tucked under one of the bed beds um that's you know nicely decorated um and uh yes, without actually physically digging around, that is the only thing of note that you notice
4: before I get
3: and I
0: like try to. Swipe the hat box, if that's
5: something you heard. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kettlestein is making a lot of yeah, distracting like, type
2: of stuff. It, it might be possible. I, she there could there is also away. something I would like to do, but I, I don't know like, when, I, like, when I should do it versus letting other people play out. But.
3: Um, uh, let's let Moss make a sleight of hand check. I am going to say this is going to be pretty difficult because a hat box is a large item. And it's I, going to be a little difficult to grab and conceal it, even I though... I know nothing, and I'm not a talking person, so this I, is kind of my I best Do I
4: catch Moss trying best, to yeah. do this?
3: Give well, me a perception check.
5: Moss got a 17,
3: so...
4: That's a 20 on perception.
3: Uh, you do catch her doing that.
4: Then I'm going to engage Mr. Witch and Mr. Light <laughs> real quick and try to get their attention to give her the help action. And by doing so, I'm going to say, You can do nothing. Is there somebody here that...
0: Uh,
3: Okay, Moss, you managed to subtly edge over to the bed, grab this hat box, and kind of conceal it behind your back. Maybe flip your cloak up.
0: Large and, you know, getting in the way. So yes, yes, you you got the
5: help action, so technically you had advantage on that roll. You rolled a 17, you can try and roll again and get higher.
0: I mean, she she got the box. I thought I got okay. the box. Yeah, I, just, I think I'm good. So if I've got it, I'm I'm leaving.
5: Yeah, I I have already like stepped outside because I do not want
3: to be. I
4: don't want to get thrown out again. And I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to get thrown out, but I am literally asking that last question before I I walk.
3: I'm sorry. Could you repeat that for me? We've had a lot of things going on yeah. right here.
4: I, I I look at them and I, I literally say, I understand that you can do nothing, perhaps by design or deal or whatever. I accept that. Is there somebody here?
3: Um, Mr. Witch kind of furrows his brow and actually spends a moment thinking about it. Not that I know of. We will be and a- that's
4: it. We'll be around if you think of anything. Please let me know, and I'll walk out.
3: Uh, so, Kettlesteam, what was what were you wondering?
4: Well,
2: before, or as I'm being dragged out, like, close to uh-huh. the door, I'll be like, I, I would like to use, uh, like, minor illusion to make it okay. look like I have the pocket watch and be like, I'll be taking this then, and then I exit. Or I, I stick around long enough to see the reaction uh, from, what, Mr. Witch? <laughs> just, just to see how he feels about it was me Mr. potentially White's having his watch. watch. Though, wasn't it?
5: Mr. Witch? Huh? Oh, it was
3: Mr. Witch's yes. watch? Okay. Mr. Witch has a pocket watch that he was just glancing at. It's a um...
1: witch watch. Oh, a <laughs> <laughs> witch
3: watch. Witch watch, witch mm. watch. Yeah, that could be a hey, real tongue twister. <laughs> Um, so, yes, um, Mr. Witch looks startled for a moment and pats his pocket and, uh, uh, pulls the watch out again and it's in his hand and says, and just sort of glowers at you.
2: I narrow my Mm -hmm. eyes and I go, ah, that's something. We'll be in touch.
3: You must stop making this kind of trouble, young Kinku.
2: The trouble stops when I get answers. Hmm. You know as well Uh as I do that it's not going to be easy to get rid of me either.
3: But Burley, Burley does tug you out if you aren't uh, leaving on your own. Oh, I'm going, I'm going. Did you ever find that pumpkin?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll note that there was no pumpkins in the office, so they're clearly not very fashionable.
3: Mm, yeah, they did not have, there were no pumpkins there. Um. Uh. Let's see. Um. Burley oh, says...
1: Obviously the pumpkin's hmm. in the hat box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that would make sense.
0: Oh, we're all outside now, yeah?
5: We're outside, but we're directly outside of their. Thing.
0: You you are directly outside.
3: outside. The I'll say as after you walk out, the clown um kind of looks at you, glares at Burley, says, "So you want a balloon animal?" Go looking at all of y'all. Okay. Can you make
2: one in the shape of a pumpkin?
3: Pumpkin, mo- yeah. Are, most of them shaped like pumpkins. Yeah, I can do a pumpkin. And he like uh from a pouch beside pouch in his belt, he pulls out some orange balloons and blows them up and twists them into a little dome and uh, puts like uh, then he puts a green balloon twisted on top of it and hands you a perfect pumpkin uh, and it floats on its own kind of over your head ah
2: see this is this is lovely thank you <laughs>
3: uh yeah does anyone else want a balloon animal so, so what about you do you want a balloon animal Burly Burly glances over and says "Thaco, please you bothering these people wait thaco, actually
4: his name's yes, is thaco? thaco the clown
3: yes right? he's thaco the clown <laughs> well
4: <laughs> that's out of <laughs> <a> character <laughs> laughter by the way
3: yeah <laughs> dealer's dealer's
5: choice i say
3: uh okay so uh thaco looks you up and down for a moment and uh pulls out some balloons and makes a giraffe which she hands to you thank you and it's it's actually it's a really nice giraffe you know it has uh the balloon has yellow with kind of brown spots, and you've never seen a balloon like that, but it's it's a pretty impressive giraffe, and it kind of floats next to you
1: on its own. I appreciate it. Hmm? Uh, we know what a giraffe is. Do now.
5: <laughs> it's this right here. This is a giraffe.
1: Uh, oh. And if no one... I want
0: one. Yeah? Make a balloon animal of puppy, if you would. That does not look like a
3: puppy, but okay. <clears throat> and and uh, he makes a balloon animal that's... A kind of fearsome wolf you know and it's it has little balloon little balloon teeth that while, would maybe be intimidating if they weren't round um because yeah. it's while, a balloon
5: while he's making the balloon wolf uh-huh. for uh, moss i turn to kettle scene and say loud enough for thack or the clown to see so hourglass coven what
2: is that i'm not quite sure but i i think it has something to do with the mood of the carnival perhaps i uh
5: do no, while I'm doing this and while he's responding, I am insight checking on Thacko. Trying okay. to see if he does if he reacts in any way. Okay. Now, I'm not great at this, so it's just probably not gonna work. Uh, huh? yeah, now six. Didn't do nothing.
3: <laughs> uh, he seems pretty focused on making these balloon animals, so he's not he does not respond. Can any of
0: us do insight checks to Ah uh, sure. Sure. Go Anyone ahead. else who wants to do an insight check can I do one too and see if he's
4: Sure, why not?
0: Yeah uh
4: 14. what is my insight liz
3: oh uh that would be hang on look you have kettle steams a uh, sheet in front of you
2: i'm not seeing insight on here that's what? uh
3: Everyone well is... roll it and add your wisdom
2: oh, okay it's still gonna be low i rolled an eight and i think wisdom is plus zero
3: mm, yeah okay uh so moss actually you you give him a look you're you're watching him pretty closely while he's making this wolf and you don't see any reaction—not a twitch, not a glance, nothing when he uh, when uh, Hippolyta mentions the coven. And uh, that was a pretty good role, So I'm going to say you notice Burley, who's still standing there, doesn't uh, doesn't react either. Kind of gives you a, a glance, but is not like, oh, I know something, but more like, what are they talking about? Kind of thing. Fusion rather than with
0: insight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
5: Wouldn't he have heard us say that when you were in with Mr. Witch, Mr. White anyway?
3: Uh, yeah, he- the door. Yeah. Y'all weren't being quiet. So I'll say he, he probably heard it. He's giving y'all some looks, but not
0: saying anything.
5: Well, I wait at this point. I will wait to bring anything else up until we get out of here.
0: Yeah. I take my balloon animal and puppy gives a very happy woof, recognizing her <laughs> herself in adorable balloon form. And I figure she earned it after helping me smuggle the hat box out. Uh yeah, yeah, that was good work. Good work. She's a good
3: job. <laughs> uh true shot, were you gonna ask for anything?
1: Um, I guess I could ask for a displacer beast and see how that comes.
3: Ah uh, y'all are trying to trip me up, are you? Ah I can do a displacer beast. Yeah.
5: Well of course you can. Wouldn't works here? I'm sure you you're good at displacer beast.
3: So yes, he makes this large, very large cat that kind of black and blue balloons with Tentacles menacingly coming up over its shoulders, and he hands it right. there. Displacer beast,
1: yeah. And I tip him. or yeah, <laughs> silver.
3: Ah, uh, yeah. Someone here who appreciates work. He looks over at Burley. Says, "Someone appreciates the things I do." Burley just, uh, yeah. Whatever, Thacko. Whatever.
5: I enjoy the way that you're harder to hit as you get
3: lower. That's always cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, don't try to hit me, okay? I wasn't don't gonna because I it.
5: I don't think I could even work out the conversion.
3: <laughs> um It's been too long. <laughs> so Burley kind of escorts you away from Thacko, away from the wagons. Yeah, outside, um, I'm sure. Before you get to back to the wall, Burley says, I'd like to talk to y'all. Can we can we talk? Sure. Of course. And he kinda he he uh, Kinda of pulls y'all over, sort of in a quieter spot, kinda of behind a couple of wagons where there aren't any carnival hands milling about. And uh he removes his jack o' lantern helmet, and uh he has kind of a he has a worried look on his face. Well, it sounds like y'all y'all already know this, but bad things have been happening for a while. People and things have been going missing. And uh you can tell my bosses know more than they're saying. Yes. But but their hands are tied somehow. You're the first people I've met who might be able to set things right. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light are good guys. But you'll need leverage to make them spill the beans.
5: Okay. Uh, I believe I speak for everyone when I say we're listening.
3: So, we can't- I won't- I don't want them hurt. You know, I have given, no desire
5: to hurt anybody. Yeah.
3: They've given me a job. They've given me a home here. I don't want them hurt, but I want this. I want to figure this out. I want this to end. This has to, we have to get this to stop. But I, I think you're going to need to steal something. You're going to need to get something important, something that they can't do without.
2: Um, and I. Uh, out of character, yeah. Liz, do I actually know what the watch does? Or did I like, does see um, know?
3: You know, I think you know that it's important. It has something to do with the running of the carnival. But okay. you you don't know the specifics. okay.
2: well, then at this point, I'd say, if no one has anything in mind, I know something we could steal.
5: I'm gonna turn to Moss. Maybe we already did. Um, I had a really good insight check when I was in there, so
4: yeah, uh, yeah
3: I know I know Alister saw it. I, uh, I definitely
4: he didn't hold for it I would I would uh, I would, would kind of look at Moss and kind of just I don't say anything. I just kind of nod.
0: So like I know I've got the hatbox, but I don't know if we want to reveal to Burley that we have it. That I uh, that's, something? That's, that's up true. to you. Up to you.
4: It's your character. Um, that's why yeah, that's why no I'm not one, saying anything. That's why I'm just yeah. nodding at you.
3: If no one says anything, then uh Burley will continue. I, I think you should try to get Mr. Witch's watch. The carnival can't run without it. It's uh when he it's what lets the carnival pack up and move. And it's what sets the carnival up when we arrive somewhere. We can't The carnival can't work without it, and Mr. Witch and Mr. Light, the carnival's the most important thing. They love it here. It's very important to them. So, if you got that, they would have to listen to you. They would have to do something.
2: That would explain his reaction.
5: Here's a question, then. I'm assuming Mr. Witch never takes it off. I'm assuming.
3: It's a... I mean, he wears it on a watch chain. But if one of you is sneaky enough, careful enough, you could probably grab it someone you who, know you'd
4: who crowns the carnival person at midnight
3: uh it's always mr wit Wh- why do i keep getting the two of them i <laughs> constant i've done this every time i've tried to mention a name it's always mr light who does the crowning it's a big show all the performers are out there um was mr witch there at that time Mr. Witch is there, yes. And uh, he also usually takes a walk around the carnival to make sure everything's going well before the monarch is crowned. So he's yeah. monarch- may be able to... Hmm. I, I'm gonna,
5: I need to know something out of character sure. from Moss. Okay, okay. Uh, what's your sleight of hand?
0: Oh, uh, did I have a plus two on sleight of I hand. I have a plus
5: sure. four. I okay, also have a plus four. Uh, true shot.
1: I have a plus three, but, I well, if I took off my armor, I wouldn't have a disadvantage to stealth, but... Okay. I I have plus five to stealth. I don't know if that...
5: Stealth is not what I'm asking about. Sleight of hand is. Yeah,
2: I I don't have sleight of hand on my character. Um, I have
5: sleight of hand. It it would be
3: your dex bonus.
2: Oh, okay. Plus three.
5: I got a plus four on sleight of hand.
4: I've got a plus six on stealth. I have disadvantage on stealth because... Yeah, I do not. Yeah.
2: Um sorry really quickly also out of character. Do we know how the monarch is chosen or like what like what exactly does that all entail?
3: Um you do not know but you could ask.
5: That's what I was just
2: thinking that. Okay. During this monarch crowning uh how how is the individual chosen and what exactly does it signify?
3: It's uh it's it's not chosen by anyone. It's uh, Mr. Light has this uh magical vein this witch light vein that's attuned to the mood of everyone inside the carnival and it selects the person who's happiest who has brought the most joy to the carnival today and that is the witch light monarch
5: okay i ain't gonna be any one of us
3: I mean, you'd have to really, you'd have to really work at it. I, I do think it, it would be very funny if like Alistair managed to be the Witchlight Monarch, but uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't see think
5: how, I don't see out. how that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh,
3: although
5: <laughs> that's a good place for illusions. Um,
2: that, yes, this is that's where I was going to.
5: Yeah, but one thing I'm thinking here is we could try a divide and conquer thing. And at this point, I, I turn to and Oh, you probably don't want to hear any of this.
3: I'm, I'm willing to help you, and there may be other people. Carnival, who right. would help you too,
5: but... My thought is, we don't want a confrontation, we don't want any violence, we don't want any aggression. So the thing to do is a two-pronged strategy. One is that Kettlestein here can attempt to work his wiles to get Alistair appointed the king. <laughs> which, just because it would be ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. But more importantly, it will keep Mr. Light occupied. Mr. Witch likes to walk around the carnival which means that myself and Moss were probably the sneakiest amongst us. I don't know about your shot. Not to. Well,
2: you poke might holes in this. You plan, might be but...
5: sneaky as well, but we need you for the other part. Yes. Just let me finish. But... And then you can poke holes in it. Okay. Okay. The three of us can attempt to be unobserved and set up a situation where one of us can go for the watch. It would be hard because it's chain, but
3: you, uh, Burley steps in, you need uh, some scissors, some metal clips,
0: maybe a dagger could, Snip oh, it off I've if you work fast. I have a dagger too. I also have Puppy with a plus four on animal handling. So if Puppy were to like, oh no, my dog is loose and like knock Mister, yeah, <laughs> oh,
1: uh, maybe <laughs> climb so. shoot an arrow. That's now, it. now <laughs> <when> <laughs> I was built
5: I'll turn to Kelsey. Now, <laughs> now that we've gotten to this point, poke holes.
1: We just
2: told. Both of them that Alistair has lost a sense of joy so I think maybe if Alistair were to walk up to them as the one to bring joy they might have a couple of questions that's a fair point
3: well it's it neither of them pick things out it's uh it's all the it's all the witchlight vein and uh, it could sometimes it's picked people who were particularly helpful Uh,
0: so I don't know I don't know My brother Maybe is very it's very possible. <laughs> Also, True Shot is very entertaining. <laughs> said in the drive was. Well, if we want to use,
5: if that's another possibility, we could go True Shot instead.
2: I, for one, thought that the snail on a dragonfly
4: was quite entertaining, but...
2: Also, it sounds
4: me. like we might not have much agency in this.
5: Well, yeah, but we're going to try to use illusions.
4: Putting this out there,
2: what if I were <laughs> to wait until someone had been crowned, turn off the lights for a moment, well, cast an illusion on myself, and take their place? Mm. I mean that might work.
5: The thing is is that the crowning is not actually all that important. It's Mr. Witch we need to get to, not Mr. Light. We just want to make sure that we don't have to deal with both of them at once. And Mr. Light will be occupied during the crowning. Correct? That mean that makes sense to people?
0: Uh, so wait, he will
3: when... he will hand out the crown, yes. That's that's always his thing. He
0: he enjoys the festivities. Sorry, this is I'm just trying to clarify. Okay. Is that is the ceremony when Mr. Which is walking around or is that beforehand I thought it sounded like he was at the big top during the ceremony Just uh, yeah,
3: not... okay he is at the big top during the ceremony but before sometime before the ceremony he a does a round yeah he does a round around the carnival to make sure everything's still going well see if there are any issues before they pack up for the night so we can car. actually
5: yeah. attempt to do this we can attempt to go straight for that first mm-hmm. and if we don't make it we can attempt something. At the crowning, since he'll be there, but uh, we, need yes. be, we, we need to make we need sure to make sure we don't. Him. I don't think we want to touch him. I don't think we want to be involved with him at all. I think we just want to get that watch.
2: I was going to say grab him and then stab him, but that works too. Yeah,
5: I, thought I told might say you like no
3: that. violence. Burley, oh, like Burley, gives you a really sharp scowl. You cannot hurt them. You cannot. No, no, no,
5: hurting them. We will not. Gonna, we're not going to hurt. For one thing, hurting them might be counterproductive if they. If there's something keeping them from telling us, and all you're doing is helping the people who are behind everything, this coven, if they exist, whatever that is, I'll save the stabbing for the coven. Probably best. At this point, you know, guys
2: all notice how Paulus's hands are
5: literally shaking.
3: If if you need my help, Burley is talking.
2: Can, can you, can you, me can you know?
3: Know. lure
2: one of them away in somewhere private, somewhere where it would be easier? Is there anywhere around the carnival you know that is perhaps? Close to Mister Witch's path, that would make it easy to steal the watch.
3: Uh, yes. maybe I could. I could uh, go on... I could. Usually, Mister Witch has an escort when he goes around. Uh, usually, I have me Mage or-
5: Hand. It's a cantrip. I have a magnet. Is the watch? I don't. Magnetic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to get
3: within. I can only need to get within thirty feet of him.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, remember two things: the Mage Hand is not invisible. No, I know that.
4: But and that's uh, that. Also, you're not. And a, the, I would say also, you're not a rogue, which is kind of that's their specialty—the arcane trickster.
3: Yeah, their major doesn't.
4: Yeah, but it, uh, that's yeah. I can also still also,
3: it without can't. Near him. Also, you can't just grab it. You need to move it.
5: Yeah, but somebody else can cut it. Hmm. I can just yank it. So I can
1: shoot it off his pants. While
4: everybody's doing that, <laughs> I want to hear what Burley had to say. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh,
3: Mister um, Witch usually makes the rounds either with me or DeLagram. Delagra might be willing to help you. Uh, Candlefoot and Pelasha—they're all good eggs. Uh, but I'm—I'm I'm sure we could uh, walk off somewhere quiet. You kind of depends on what's quiet at the time. Because sometimes there are crowds here, sometimes there are crowds there. But uh, if it would help, we can find a quiet spot. Though going to a quiet spot might make it harder to distract him. I don't know. I don't. I don't steal things for a living. This is. Um, and uh, neither do we. I, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I I play the flute. <laughs> Burley's wringing his hands a little, but we we have to figure something out.
2: What, what was the name of the other person that sometimes accompanies Burley and Mister Witch? Uh,
3: Delagrim. Delagrim is a Displacer Beast who works in the Lost and Found. We you are, would, we we in in her, yeah.
5: Her cub is the one that's missing.
3: Yes. Cuddlesteam, uh, okay, uh, okay. yeah, you might know that Delagram has a cub missing.
2: Yeah, I, I do
4: now. Ma- Moss yeah. explained that to, uh, to Kettlestein. Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. Uh, so yes, y'all all mel- met uh, Delagram, I think, way back in our first episode, which was approximately a million years ago. Okay, folks. So you kind of have a plan? Which sort of direction are you going to go in? Just,
1: just
2: making sure it's Lothar back?
1: Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, Sorry. Okay, can we... Re- the displacer beast with balloon that I have.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. True shot's bringing a lot of joy to me personally.
2: This, this this one is close. Should we disguise one of us as the displacer beast?
3: Well,
5: I mean, the displacer beast wants her cub
4: back. I, I Are believe you, she would help.
0: I think she would help.
3: Are you still uh, talking with Burley, or if you let him I escort sh- you all the way out? I mean, well, you can do either way. I assume he's still here, right? I think yeah, he pull, he's going to
5: pull us aside, so I assume he yes. wants to know.
3: It, it would just be if y'all had decided to uh, walk out, which would be fine. Um, she might help, yeah. You'd have to talk to her, but I'm she wondering. she might be willing to help.
4: Why don't we go do that? I think that would be a good place to start. But how are we going to know where he is?
0: At that well, they're time? the ones
5: that they're the ones that escort
4: him, right?
0: I think we'll want to pick a time and a place. I think we need the cover of the crowd. You all are Miss- already exiled from the carnival. I don't wish to have that happen again.
2: If anyone needs a crowd gathered, I specialize in such things.
0: Mr. Witch likes to
3: keep a very tight schedule. He he usually goes uh about an hour before the crowning of
5: Okay, do you you know his routine? Do you know where he yes. goes and what order? Then give us that. Then we'll just we'll pick a spot and while the two of you are escorting him, we'll we'll come at that time. Stab
2: him. No, sorry. We're not going Sorry. to be stabbing him. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Sorry.
3: Um. He'll he'll come out of the staff area
0: and he makes a loop around.
3: Um, Let me go look at them. Yeah, I'm looking at the map too. Hey, so am I.
0: Does he pass the lost property stand?
3: Um. Well, you delagram will come over here to escort him, and they'll go up uh towards the lake and loop around there, and then come back and loop around where the mystery mine is, and then come back up. They sort of do uh, a loop around the whole place.
2: Sorry, where are we right now on the map? Are we in the, like, near staff area?
0: Uh, yes, you're in the staff area still. Okay, okay. I think, Moss says, that we should plan our move at the Hall of Illusions, because our mime friend might be able to assist as well. And we can have kettle steam draw a crowd. <laughs> Puppy can run in and knock Mister Witch over, and whoever is going to be most light-fingered can attempt to liberate the watch under the guise of helping him up.
5: Well, you're going to be there.
0: I am decent at it.
5: No no, 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 no. My you're, not, you're, <laughs> not getting, you're not getting my, my point. You're going to be there helping him up because it's your puppy. That would be the assistance I would need to to go in, using game terms, with advantage, uh, to, and. T- Try that, that moment because he'll be more occupied with you and, and puppy. Do you see where I'm going with this?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, are the gondola swans actual swans
3: and uh burly nods? Yeah, yeah, they're real swans. Uh, Featherine's real nice, it's uh, it's great to talk philosophy with her. She has a sharp mind.
2: Thank you, that's what I was hoping. <laughs>
3: All right, now I, Liz, am concerned, but uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, you brought Chaos Kanku here. This is this. Is... I
0: know, I know, I know, and it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I and think we're ready to leave then.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, and this all happens an hour before the monarch is, is crowned, so we don't yes. have to worry about getting anybody selected for that.
0: That couldn't hurt as a backup. If we don't,
1: if we don't we pull, pull this off, column.
5: we're gonna yeah. If we don't pull this off, you're gonna need to try and do something at that time.
4: Right, but that. He's not on stage. He's not there for the. He's not on stage for the crowning. So what does that? What does that actually give us? He's at the crowning. Though. He's
3: yeah. He'll he'll be in the big top, but he
5: won't be on. Stage. My point is, if we don't pull this off during the walk, you'll have to come up with something else. And you know he'll be in the big top at that time. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. I understand saying... that, but
4: getting somebody. I'm I'm pointing no, out. No, that we're not doing the crowning, crowning thing anymore. I was gonna yeah. say because pointing that I was just gonna point out that that seems like Oh, a... it is gonna be you
1: because <laughs> it'll it'll help your self esteem and you'll find your happiness.
4: Yeah, it's absolutely
1: going to be you. No, no, it, it will. will. No,
4: it
5: will be. You know why? Do, do you want to know why it'll be you, brother? Because the very idea of it brings me a lot of joy.
4: Well, I guess I'll just have to be somewhere else then. Anyway, let's get this Let's get this right before that then. I do, I care not, the crown.
5: It's going to be you.
4: Hippolyta's <laughs> <laughs> snickering a little bit. And I will walk away. And I start walking over towards the lost and found. <laughs> Somebody lost who's actually personable
0: goes with you. <laughs>
5: yes, I was gonna say somebody who's actually personable should go with them.
2: I have preparations to make. I'll be back. Mm-hmm.
5: So we're going to be doing it at the Hall of Illusions. All right.
0: I also do have the hat box that I kind of want to get into at some point. I just didn't want to do it in front. Yeah. Of, really.
4: And as we're walking, if you're walking away with me, I'll kind of look over. So, what'd you get?
0: All right. So uh, Alistair and I are headed towards Lost Property to mm-hmm. negotiate with the log room. Yep. Sounds
3: that way.
5: I'm heading to the Hall of Illusions because I'm going to talk to the mime. All right, okay. I'll
4: go. I'm heading up to the out. swans.
5: Let's
0: split oh, the party. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Honestly, I this is probably the one the...
4: adventure you can do that and not have to worry.
0: I want to go see the swans. Can we see the swans after we visit the logger? Oh, sure. don't
2: worry. You'll see the swans.
0: Oh, no. Thank <laughs> you. Mitch, Mitch, no. You Featherine- promised me not to bother the animals. I not- said Featherine I would not. is
2: harm the animals.
4: He is. he, he said is correct. we needed a crowd. He is correct.
0: Featherine is really nice,
3: Mitch. Come on.
4: But Mitch's exact words were that he was not going to harm. He did the say he would.
2: <laughs> How long have I been here? Just trust me. I can gather the crowd. You take well, care of the rest. Can
0: we go visit the swans before Mitch does mean things to them? <laughs> I sure. mean, if
3: you want to swing by the swans, yes, you can. Actually,
2: um, if we can. all would like to take a swan, that that might help my plan.
3: Oh, dear. Um, so, yes, if you all want to go to the swans, you can.
5: Well, I want to go, if- I do want to go to the Hall of Illusions <laughs> and try and enlist the, uh, the mime in our little scheme. So, that is what I'm going okay. to be doing.
0: Okay. Do we want to all be together while I figure out what's in the hat box? I'm not sure it's even going to be relevant, but do we want to do that before splitting up?
5: No, go ahead and you, Alister can talk and do whatever. You can always tell us
3: later. Oh. Um. So where where are you going to open up the hat box? Um. Okay, let me think. I mean, you could probably find some quiet spaces sort of behind the staff area. Like once uh, Burley escorts you out of the fence, there are some places you could kind of get behind the tents and kind of okay. uh, go there. Yeah, if that's what go. I would suggest. Okay. I think I
0: wanna go I wanna go hang out with the Gondola Swans because I haven't done that yet. I also want to know what the feasting orchard is. I'm trying to do more of the like carnival stuff. <laughs> Especially there, the there, is, the there is camp. a lot
3: of carnival stuff. It's true.
0: So okay, so I think I'm gonna drag Alistair up towards the gondola swans, but sure. first we're gonna duck aside to open the hat box. So we're just so is it just there's yeah.
3: is it is it just
0: the two of you? The Looking I don't in know. the hat box.
4: I think
3: I'm is the- Kettle's
0: team actually with us or are you splitting? If off you're teams? joining
2: me for the swans, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so so I, I all of
3: you, one. all of you would be escorted out of the staff area and Burley wishes you luck says, just, just let me know if I can help. Okay. And uh, so yes, Paulita is heading over to see Candlefoot and.
1: Uh, and true shot followed her.
3: Okay. So y'all are going off on your own. All right. And uh, so we have Alistair and Moss checking out the hat box and kettle steam. Are you staying with them? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, So you come off and find kind of a quiet spot where no one's watching and pull out the hat box. This seems
0: noticeable. So I thought I'd see if we could find any other leverage. Yeah, it's in a a fancy
3: gilded leather case and uh, it looks really nice. Are you going to open it up? I'm going to open it up. Inside, inside is a crown.
5: Ooh, it's made... i listening to the recording, just heard me yell. Oh,
3: the crown. Oh dear. It's, <laughs> it's, the crown is made of golden butterflies and they sort of flutter their wings when you open it. Uh, I mean, they don't, they don't fly away it's all part of the crown, but they sort of flutter a little bit.
4: Well, that might actually be leverage. They can't complete their, they can't complete their ceremony <laughs> and the carnival can't complete. Well, oh, good right. job. Let's say you put it on and just to try it, Alistair. There, <laughs> I look. I look at uh, Kettle Scene. No,
5: somewhere in the carnival, Papalita is like. I, I feel like I'm missing something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I y'all are the one who decided to split the party. You're missing this
0: adventure.
4: Uh, I'm gonna go with no. We're gonna close that box back up and tuck it away. Can, can I try it on?
0: Of course not.
4: We shouldn't.
0: You want leverage, we have leverage. So I'll close the the crown back up and kind of smuggle it under under my cloak. And then I turn to steam. You mentioned a name in the in the wagon. Penel- not Penelope or Penta something? What was the name? Prismere. Prismere, thank you. Sorry.
2: Oh, no, it's good. It's you funny. said the
0: name Prismere. Who is that?
2: Prismere is not a who, it is a place. What is Prismere?
0: Prismere. Where is Prismere? Explain.
2: Prismere is not here. Prismere is the Feywild domain that my god rules, except my patron. Patron is uh, not quite responding the way she usually does. And I know that Mr. Witch and Mr. Light have something to do with it, which is why I was hoping to make this easier. I need to find a way to fix whatever is wrong with my patron. But I cannot go to Prismere myself. Why not? It was part of the pact I made. With who? My patron.
0: And who is your patron? S- Sibilna. Tell me more. Who is Sibilna? Where did you find them?
2: That's a good question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
2: No, I, I, I don't know if they, like I, I can make this up, but um, I don't know. Uh, if yeah, the character.
0: Is that this, is not actually is this totally not relevant? Um,
3: yeah. I'll just so we don't go chasing, this is not. Uh, that's not relevant. And okay. uh, if you want I to make not. something up, Mitch.
0: <laughs> if you want to make something up, Mitch, you can. If it's if it's not relevant, I can pretend she never said that.
2: No, I, I can just you know. Or if you want to
0: skin the tail, we know each <laughs> other,
2: but not quite well enough for that. Yeah.
0: Very well. Then let's uh, let us see some swans. Hoping Unless it. Alistair has any other inquiries of our new friend and stabbing friendly ally.
4: <laughs> mm, no. Um. What 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 is Kettlesteins is Kettlesteins? I have no need to pry.
3: Very well. Swan gun! Uh, so y'all head off towards the Swans and I'm gonna switch back over to True Shot and Hippolyta and uh, see what they're doing. And we'll catch back up with you at the Swans. Walking to Candlefoot. Okay, yeah, I mean that's that's simple enough to get over to Candlefoot, and uh you get back to the Hall of Illusions, which just as you left it, not very crowded over there, and Candlefoot is out front miming, trying to, you know, attract attention.
5: All right, we'll just head up to him.
3: Oh, hello again. It's it's us, the he, he grins and waves. Would you like your voice back? He nods very enthusiastically. Well, I'm going to need to
5: request your... Uh,
3: he sort of... Uh, he mouths what? And kind of shrugs his shoulders like, what do you want?
5: Basically, we're going to be doing something here about an hour before the carnival closes. I need you to not be here. Can you uh, do he, that? Uh,
3: he, he gives you a frown and then he nods slowly like he doesn't understand and he's kind of his face is sort of scrunched up thinking about this but he nods. That's basically it. If you see when you see Delagra
5: and Burley escorting Mr. Witch around the carnival, make yourself scarce.
1: Maybe close down the whole hall of illusions. Yeah, maybe or just don't be here to let people in.
3: I uh, I'm trying to think how he would mime this. Um I'm really just, good you know- at
5: uh, I'm really good at performance, so keep that in mind. <laughs> um <clears throat> In fact, uh, do you want me to make a persuasion check, or does he just seem like he's going uh, He
3: He's just, he's confused about what, you, uh, what you're what you asking him, and he does this little miming act with, you know, people, you know, walking, showing walking with his hands, and, you know, like someone's walking up, and then, you know, he shrugs, like, okay, they're walking, what are you going to, what are you going to do? And he rolls a pretty good performance check, so you understand this. Okay.
5: Uh, we're
3: not going to do anything to hurt anyone.
5: But telling you more than that might make you involved if something goes wrong. Do you want that? Because I can, I can do that. That's fine by me if you want to be more involved. But if you'd rather just be able to say honestly that you don't know what's going on, that we can do for you too. I, We will not hurt anyone. That is the one thing I can tell you. We're going to try and not only get your voice back, but re- return to Lagras Cub and otherwise fix the problems that have been happening around here. But... In order to do that, we have to play a little fast and loose with things. So, again, if you want an actual presis, if you want to know what we're going to do, I can tell you. But then you'll know. And when people ask you if you knew, you'll you'll have to say yes. I leave it there.
3: He, he seems to think it over for a minute and shakes his head, kind of waves his hand, waves you off. And uh, uh, just says, okay, or bows, okay. All and right. nods.
5: So, uh, you know when, when the uh, when the little escort happens. Just don't be here.
3: And he nods and
5: uh, makes some hand much.
3: gestures. Make some hand gestures that you don't understand because that was not a very good performance check. And well,
5: uh, I can try insight.
3: <laughs> okay. All right.
5: Hold on. My insight's also not very great, but oh, but I got a nineteen.
3: Uh, so, you know, he's saying he will close up the Hall of Illusions, kind of making gestures about closing doors and locking up, you know, showing the key and all of that. Very elaborate. Right.
5: Thank you. Uh, hopefully, this will all be over fairly soon. And you can talk to your mermaid. It was a mermaid, uh, right?
3: Yes, it was a mermaid. Okay. Palasha. Palasha.
5: Well, I have to go uh. see some swans. Uh, apparently, <laughs> they're, they're very good swans. So, uh, Trishot? Yes. We're going to the swans now.
1: Oh. I thought we wanted to go to Lost and Found.
5: No, they're going to go there. We're going to meet them at the Swans, or at least attempt to.
3: I'm serious.
0: It's time to do some fun things.
3: Uh, so I should I should ask, you You haven't done much today, True Shot. Was there anything else you wanted to do over there?
1: No, I was just looking around to start getting idea of what, you know, the area, and how exactly where, where the crowd will be, and what's uh, going yeah. down.
3: Most of the crowd kind of bypasses the Hall of Illusion. It just has kind of a creepy vibe that everyone seems to be able to feel. So only a few people go in. This is kind of it's a little quieter over here. People walk by and they not a lot of them are stopping.
1: But I think this is where we're gonna like draw a crowd, right? Yes. Well, maybe, maybe not. You know. But that's what that's what uh that's what uh
5: our Kenku friend is working on.
3: Okay, so are we all heading over to the gondola swans?
5: Yep. I was told that's where people oh, are gonna nice. be so that's oh, where I'm right.
3: heading. <laughs> Oh boy, how exciting! Um, so so yes, y'all. Um, if you want to rush back over to the gondola swans, y'all can. Then um, uh, Polita and Trushot can catch up if you want.
2: Re- really quickly, by this point, I mm-hmm. have also um, disguised myself as a regular human female.
3: Okay. Hello, Easy I'm up. a
2: normal human. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Totally normal human, not remotely suspicious. Good job. Oh. Good job.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, I won't actually do that.
3: Uh, so yes, you walk up over by the lake, and uh, there's a big entrance to this area with gondola swans. You see enormous swans gliding through the water here, pulling ornate wooden gondolas draped in flowers. The swans disappear into banks of silver mist as they wind their way down the river. There's a jetty extending right ahead of you, and at the end of which a waiting swan is preening its feathers. And I'm gonna say y'all all come together, kind of at the end of this at the end of this little dock.
2: Now, if uh, if I may, agreed.
5: Candlefoot's agreed to uh, close the hall of rooms. The... By the way,
3: ah,
2: good. We can continue with the plan. If I may, I suggest for this plan we each take our own swan.
0: No uh, the... hurting the animals. <laughs> They will be
2: fine, I promise.
0: Uh, The swans are, the gondolas are
3: meant for a bunch of people to ride. So, you know, work out what you want to do there. How how
2: many reasonably can, like, can we take between the party? Like, just two then?
3: Um, yeah, I would say two, maybe three.
2: Three would be perfect. Like, as many as we can. Okay.
3: Okay. I'm concerned. I have many concerns.
0: Can I ask a real, real question first? Sure, sure. Isn't it like 8 o'clock or so? Maybe 8.30 by this point? Or 9 after we strategized? I think like we have some time before we're putting the plan into action. Yeah, right? you do still have some Okay.
2: Oh, well, if, if you we, were actually... Yeah, if we have, like, if we don't need to gra- gather the crowd just yet, then... Like, I, I figured the, the the ride would take a little while. But uh, so- yeah, if if we have some time, then we can hold off.
3: You have a couple of hours, and riding the Swan because it goes all the way down the lake would take a while. Uh, it's not going to go all kind of... the way
2: down the lake. I'm sorry.
3: Okay, well, riding the Swan does take a while, but you have that two hours for rounds.
1: Okay. So enough time for if you want.
2: Well, if we have some time to kill, I think we've I've scoped out this area enough. I I, I think this this will work, but we don't need to take a Swan ride just yet.
3: Okay, well, there are lots of carnival booths with attractions and some food, and uh, there's the Feasting Orchard, which is back, kind of uh, just past the Gondola Swans.
0: True Shot seems hungry. I advise we fetch our <laughs> donkey dear friend some food post haste. Food is good. I also, okay. rolls like her
5: that. eyes so hard that <laughs> her it, 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 like she almost shakes her entire head. She actually has to stop and do a little bunny ear flick, even.
1: Yeah, I can't yeah. figure it out no matter what I eat. It's like it doesn't satisfy my hunger. <laughs> this one's fun.
0: He is. Fun and strange. True Shot, ah. I think you need a, a steak. So mm-hmm. Moss kind of starts dragging True Shot towards, towards the feasting.
3: Okay, and uh, Alistair, Hippolyta, are y'all both following along?
4: Yep. I'm going to keep up with the group.
5: I turned my okay. brother. So what was in the hat box?
4: The crown. What? Oh, the, just a little thing, really. The crown. Say it louder, why don't you? The <laughs> couple of swans might hear us. Yeah. That's... Why
5: don't you, like, at this point, explain to me exactly what's going on?
4: Moss got her hands on the crown. On the crown, so we have extra leverage. We're still going to go with the first plan, and worst case scenario, if we don't get the watch, we have the crown. They can't finish the uh, the last festivity for the evening, and so they won't be able to close up the carnival.
5: Uh, I wish I believed that that was absolutely absolute case, but still, it's good to have.
4: Extra leverage is better than no leverage.
5: Oh, no, I, I agree, I agree. So, what Would do you Would you do like do? to try
2: the crown on, Hippolyta? Oh my, no.
5: Purest <laughs> gold needs no gilding, my f-
2: I roll my eyes. I also roll my eyes.
5: A lot of eye
3: rolling going on tonight.
5: <laughs> but no, seriously, what are you going to do if we get this done? If we actually manage to get you back your...
4: If I get my happiness back?
5: Or one assumes the ability to feel it, at least. I will go home. And then what? Are you just going to go home forever? I mean, you must have plans. There must be something you want to do with your life.
2: Are we walking and yeah.
5: talking? Okay. I'm, I assumed we were walking. they Moss is dragging True Shot off to get meat, and I'm like for, hanging back to talk to my brother. You're just there jamming yourself in because that's the way you are, I guess. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's basically what I
4: assumed. No, no, no plans. Just, just vibes. I just want to be normal again.
3: Well, y'all are walking towards the feasting orchard, and as you approach, you can hear music and mirth radiating out from this uh, park-like area that's fenced off from the rest of the place. There's the heady scent of flowers, mead, berry pie, and some kind of roasted meat wafting through the air. There are stilt walkers, King of fruit off of trees. Musicians drum, pipe, and strum. And everywhere there is singing, dancing, and an inordinate amount of custard. There are uh, big wooden benches set I'm up to with out tables. What an inordinate
5: amount of custard is.
3: <laughs> it's it's a lot of custard. I think. I mean, inordinate. It's an inordinate amount of custard. Custard just- pies,
2: custard meat, custard drinks. What gets you custard? Custard everywhere. <laughs> That, that yeah. custard
5: distribution, distribution network really paid off for these people.
2: <laughs> Boy, we've got um, more custard than you can imagine. Too much, in fact. Please have some custard.
3: Uh, so, yes, back here it's very bustling. There are stalls with all kinds of food. Um, a lot of sweets, but there's also some meat kebabs. There are, like, sandwiches. Custard and sandwiches. uh Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. You don't know until you ask. Um, and there is one one uh, table that's just piled
0: with small glazed cupcakes. Well, Moss is getting a little concerned for everyone's well-being since <laughs> True Shot seems hungry. So she kind of pushes him towards one of the kebab stalls and uh, Not- says to the vendor, give me the rarest meat you have, if you would.
3: And uh, the vendor, you know, nods and... You know puts another kebab on, which he chars very lightly on the outside and hands it over
1: so is this orchard like a pay once it's all you can eat or are we paying or you know getting the little stamps per
3: yeah, spot? it's like a it's like a stamp per item
1: all right okay. well, good thing we have two sets of wings, so I definitely <laughs> uh buy the kebab
3: uh yeah, and it's a it's a big chunks of meat on it,
1: but I also want custard,
3: <laughs> uh yes, and there are um. Places that sell cupcakes and pastries and just there's just a lot of a lot of different things with custard. And um you hear a gnome over in front of the table covered in cupcakes that says, Come, come to our cake eating contest. One ticket punch to enter. The table is covered in cupcakes. The table is covered in
5: cupcakes. I heard that and thought, why is this gnome covered in cupcakes?
3: (laughs) The gnome is not covered in cupcakes. I mean, there there's maybe a bit of icing on her from, you know, previous cupcake extravaganzas, but she is not covered in cupcakes. And uh, you know, some people are walking over there.
5: Alistair. Yes. Go eat some cupcake. Win no. a prize. Nope. Y- you have to at least try something.
4: I've tried something. I got
5: up in front of everybody and played and played a flute. The least you could do is do the thing that you can do better than me and eat I did some that, cupcakes. I wrestled goblins. No, I could have done that just as well. Go eat some cupcakes.
4: No,
2: I'm good. I will enter the cupcake eating <laughs> contest.
5: Okay. Great. There goes uh, the honor of our family. Uh,
4: I'm fairly confident we have nothing in our family it about honor of cupcakes.
5: Pe- people will be asking, you know, what, what, are, what are you afraid to do? What,
0: what, what is too much for you? I don't have to say cupcakes, apparently.
2: That sounds right. Yeah.
0: Please just do it or your sister will be insufferable for the evening. I'm going nah, to be insufferable I'm, no matter
5: what he
1: does. I'm good.
3: Uh, so True Shot, Moss, or either of you joining in the cupcake eating?
1: I mean I did just polish off a kebab and a bowl of custard, but yeah, I'll give it a try. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. sure. I'll, so... I'll,
0: I'll do it. Uh, so I'll walk over yes. to the table.
5: I guess I have to defend our family.
0: Oh
3: we didn't convince we haven't convinced Alice. Okay. Uh so the gnome cheerfully punches everyone's ticket. And um You sit down in front of a long wooden table. Lots of people are lining it at this point, sitting down. And in front of everyone, there are just these big plates of cupcakes piled high. They're like small cupcakes, like the sort you could just shove in your mouth and eat with one bite. With a lot of icing. And there is, of course, custard inside because this is just a thing over here.
2: Custard, custard, get your custard.
3: (laughs) Yes. So the goal is to eat as many cupcakes as you can in 60 seconds. You can, okay. This is going <laughs> to, this is going to require some math because Too this bad. is like, this is cupcake math because it just is. That's best kind of math. <laughs> you can swallow a cupcake in three seconds and you can safely eat as many cupcakes as three plus your constitution modifier. For each additional cupcake eaten, you must succeed on a constitution saving throw.
2: Wait, I- I'm sorry. Is it three cupcakes plus your constitution modifier every couple
3: of seconds? No, or
0: just total? no it's
3: total. Three cupcakes plus your constitution modifier. No. And then for each cupcake after that, you make a roll. Okay. Uh, you would roll a d20 plus your constitution modifier. Plus zero. Got it.
5: <laughs> uh, up front, Hippolyta's going to eat four cupcakes and be done because she doesn't want to make any concepts. <laughs> uh,
3: you could try.
5: Yeah, she doesn't really want to. Uh, what the heck? Yeah, all right. Sure. <laughs> I figure once I fail one,
2: though, I'm out.
3: Um. Okay, so tell me how many cupcakes everyone is eating. so I have As many
1: those. as I can. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I will too, but again, I totally misunderstood the math. So. I'm going
5: to eat five because then I'll have to make a save. And if I fail that save, I'm done. Because You're yeah. going to end up winning this, you know? <laughs> well, we'll find out.
0: I'm going to yeah, try I'll... for five also. So wait, it's three plus constitution, then a roll for each. Yes. yes. Okay, sorry, just made sure I got my
2: Theoretically, answer. then, can we have a max of 20 still? Uh, you have you, to make like can, 17
5: you,
3: rolls. Yeah, you can eat as many as you want, but you have to keep making rolls after the three plus your constitution. Boy,
2: I am. am I going to roll.
4: And what happens <laughs> if you fail to roll? Um, I mean, what...
3: Or, what what happens you when you overeat? <laughs> um, uh, okay, okay. I will... I'll just tell you what the book says because it's hilarious. If you fail on your constitution saving throw, you take 1d8 custard damage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. And okay. you, can, you can even continue to try to eat cupcakes after that point, but if you... Initial. If you finally reach zero hit points, you're going to pass out.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. oh so you could it's eat cupcakes until to go. You,
3: <laughs> Yeah,
2: you said last time it was six health off of me, right?
3: Um, <laughs> yes. You, six, so, so I failed. So True Shot has, or sorry, Kettle Steam has a total of sixteen right now.
2: Cool. Theoretically, I could pass out eating two cupcakes. <laughs> Or no
3: additional.
5: get. Oh, okay. I I rolled. A, I failed my first save, so I got a six. So I take one d custard damage.
3: Uh, that's five damage.
5: Okay, yeah, and I am definitely bowing out at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, no, nope. these these are way too much custard.
3: <clears throat> um. Okay. So Moss, how many you had? You have three. I've... And what's your Constitution modifier?
0: Zero. Okay. So I'm gonna try to eat a fourth one.
3: Yep. And uh... I got an eight. Hang on. Actually, you would roll. I mean, that's eight is not enough. But hang on you. Let me let me see if that would have been different because you just dice. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you take eight damage. Oh, I am yeah. sorry. I <laughs> rolled right. an eight. I, I feel I need to apologize, but you have taken eight custard damage. It's like sweet and delicious. And also your stomach yeah. really does not like it.
0: Moss is very intrigued at first by the cupcakes. That's why she sat down. She lives out in the forest by herself. She doesn't bake and she's never really eaten sweets like this, but she's so excited, so she tries to eat a fourth one and then just sort of falls off of the bench and crawls away. I mean find a I mean potion.
3: You you can keep going if you want to. Anyone can continue.
2: I'm like, I'm just waiting for my turn, but I, I do wanna. <laughs>
3: um, okay, let's let's do kettle steam.
2: So plus zero. So I start with 3 Mm-hmm. Let's roll. Oh boy, that was a three.
3: Uh yeah, <laughs> that failed. Uh yeah. you take eight custard damage. Eight? Eight. I rolled this die and I got two eights in a roll. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to point
5: out that now cupcakes have officially done more damage to you than I did.
3: Uh, yeah. Wow. These are like rich, sweet cupcakes. They are so delicious, but they're a lot. It's a lot.
2: I'm going to take a risk. I'm doing it again. If you, okay. you roll an eight okay. again, you kill me though. Seven.
5: I have to make another save. Going to roll a seven. Oh
2: seven. man. Uh,
3: that's two damage. Two custard okay. damage.
2: At this point, I. St- Start trying to make illusions of cupcakes in secret and pretend to eat those. <laughs> <laughs> um, the
3: the gnome who's overseeing the contest kind of stares at you. I, so you I, aren't not wave, trying any more cupcakes. Wave, uh,
2: well, uh, does the gnome see through my?
3: You get the feeling that they do. They're they're giving you like they're giving you a look.
2: I politely bow out uh, as so as to not. <laughs> take the crown away from anyone else
3: uh-huh okay true shot you were eating cupcakes
1: okay so i have a plus two constitution so that's oh wow five uh off the bat i can eat nice okay and then so here's my first one that i eat for the save. oh my gosh oh uh that's a that's success a i thought it was uh, okay we're good so we're up yeah to six. with
3: your with your modifier yes that's that's good
1: okay next one uh even better.
3: <laughs> uh, the that's a DC ten save. So yeah, you okay. got another cupcake. Mm, they are sweet, rich, and delicious.
1: Okay, so I'm at seven. Eat another one.
3: Okay, <laughs> okay. eight I, cupcakes.
1: He, his stomach is like steel. Okay, eight.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh,
1: yeah. Still doing good.
3: <laughs> yeah, you are. You oh, you attracted a
1: crowd one. at this point. Oh. Oh, okay, man. I'm at ten. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: um, I I quickly yell out,
3: "This guy's going for a new record!"
5: <laughs> I t- I start playing a jaunty tune on my flute. Okay, right. and
3: you you there's a crowd forming around you, uh, kind of you know watching and oh
1: ah you, yeah, I, I should walk away before I take custard damage, but oh there we go. Uh, yes,
3: yeah, so that one oh that like oh. Seven custard damage. Keep going.
1: <laughs> Alright. So what we're at 11 cupcakes, so I guess take one more. Oh, ten exactly. <laughs> uh it's that is that that's a success, isn't
3: it? Meets it, yep. beats it. If you meet yeah. it, yeah.
1: Meets it, yeah. beats it. So we're at we're at 12 cupcakes.
3: Uh you were at 12 cupcakes. The crowd is cheering. He's a madman.
1: <laughs> is there like a a, a point where Time is up, and I should walk away. Or
2: he's a weird elf it, boy I, I think it, it on a
5: would carnival be... night. He's
3: looking for some <laughs> cupcakes to five.
2: I think if I did the math right, it would be what, like 20s the
1: max, and you've tried to eat 13 at this point.
3: Yeah, um, I think so. I think.
1: All right, let's go one more. Although I'm gonna wind up passing out. No, nope, still good. He you, got, maniac, you got six more in you. Maniac at the <laughs> fair, and he's gonna eat custard right over there. Man, I get, if I keep clicking, I'm gonna go to like get knocked out aren't i um
3: if you want to if you want to try you can try okay. uh, yeah another cupcake you do have custard like dripping down
1: your face at this point yeah i think <laughs> at uh 15 i feel like yeah. I've, um, I've i've beaten the, you, you've uh, conquered contest. this so uh, out i do have another skill and i should have stepped up during the three ring circus ah uh, who knew
3: who knew if you hadn't done this you wouldn't realize you had this skill. Um so yes at the end the crowd cheers and the gnome comes up to you and says we have a new champion cupcake eater and she hands you on like a little golden plate another cupcake <laughs> which you you may not want to see right now but this is a very like this really elaborately decorated cupcake it is like so fancy it's kind of hard to imagine eating it it's one of those cupcakes on a, you know, a little golden plate, and she says, here's your reward.
2: Is there is there anything magical about it? Like, can, could we...
3: Ah, there is something magical about it, and uh, if you eat this cupcake, it will function as a potion of invisibility.
0: Convenient. Hmm.
4: Hmm? Wildly convenient. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that's that is actually There's... in the book as written, so... Is there some kind of, like, cupcake saver, so I can, like, Put it away without uh, getting icing everywhere. Yeah, she'll she'll
3: package it up in a tiny little box for you. And it over, you know, like a little takeout box.
1: And finally, True Shot isn't hungry anymore, and he's like, just kind of rubbing this stuff.
3: <laughs> you just had to eat enough cupcakes. Um, after a few minutes of sitting around regretting your eating choices, everyone is healed from all of their custard damage. Though,
2: just the custard damage.
3: Just the custard damage. Oh, so we can go
0: back to okay, cool.
3: Yes. What does everyone feel like doing?
4: We need to go talk to Delagram. And
5: Tarmac. And who? Tarnak and Delagram of
3: Titts Oh. <laughs> I think it's Darmak and Tanagram. So it's yeah. That that wasn't that wasn't close enough for my brain to get it.
5: It wasn't even remotely close enough.
3: <laughs> uh it was I mean in the ballpark and yet also you have high acrobatics because you just made a really big stretch.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Could be athletics. You don't know. <laughs> but no you don't way. know me. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I would, uh, I'm going to start uh, making my way over.
3: Okay, Maybe. is anyone else yeah. going?
4: We'll all stagger our cupcake laden cells over.
1: Yeah, I'm going to dash to burn off some of that sugar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just going to wander around the carnival for a little bit. I'll just okay. make sure I'm at the swans when we need to be.
1: Okay.
0: I stagger after them. I'm still a little dazed from so much sugar. Uh, yeah, it was
3: a lot of sugar, especially since you aren't used to eating sugar. That's just foo. Uh, so yes, you know exactly where the Lost and Found is. You loop around part of the carnival and go over there.
4: Do I see Delagrim?
3: Ah, uh, yes, Delagrim is still sitting outside the Lost and Found booth. She's sitting on her own right now.
4: All right, we'll all go wander up. Hello, Delagrim.
3: Mm, hello again. Have you found what you were looking for?
4: We are closer than hmm, we were.
3: That's good. That's good.
4: We also might have a way of finding what you're looking for. Hmm,
3: I, I admit I don't have a lot of hope after all the time, but...
4: In hushed tones, I will, for the sake of speed, I'll kind of fill the locker room in on what we found out. Okay. The carnival operators know more than they will not tell us more. We think they know what happened with your cub, or at least where we can get mm. her back. I mean, mm. We have a plan that will cause no harm to anybody, but will force them to have to act in good faith. They don't know it, but they need our help. Perhaps they're too proud. Perhaps there's something that keeps them from accepting it. Regardless, though, I, we will need maybe a little assistance from you in so much of, I will let you know what we're planning. And if you are to escort Mr. Witch around, just be aware of it and understand what's going on so that you can assist or stay out of the way as necessary. And I'll let her run what on the do you, Yeah. We think if we can get the watch, we can force them to tell us where to get everything that's been lost, and then we will go and retrieve it, including your child.
3: That would be a very powerful motivator if you can get it.
4: We are going to try our and, hardest. I made a vow to get your cub back. I intend to see hmm. it through.
3: Well, I'm grateful. I'm grateful at you for making. I'm grateful to you for making the attempt. And uh, for the sake of brevity and not continuing to play out the same conversation with several people, she agrees to help you as long as no one comes to any harm of it. She will look the other way if you try to grab Mister Witch's watch.
1: Okay, perfect. And I give her that from earlier.
3: <laughs> oh, this looks like Thacko's work. He really is very talented. Surprisingly so. He, uh, he, not a friendly personality, but really a lot of talent. How long has he been working here? Uh, longer than I have, many, many years. Uh, he is hes the longest serving Witch Light Hand here. No one knows when he started. Perhaps Mr. Witch and Mr. Light know, but hes you know-
0: he's a fixture. Do you know if he's lost anything? Not
3: that I know of, but he's very tight-lipped. He's not the friendly sort.
0: We did notice. Mm.
3: So, yes, what else do we want to do? If you want to go over and set your swan plan into motion, we can kind of fast forward a little bit. If there's nothing else anyone wants to do, we can kind of fast forward to that. Okay, I'm looking
0: at the map. I want to see what
3: other carnival stuff we no, have. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like,
2: by no means do we have to
3: rush into that. It's just if if we don't have anything anyone wants to do, we can just kind of say, okay,
0: now it's time. Sure. I don't think we've been to the bubble pop teapot or the mystery mine or possibly even the pixie kingdom. I feel like we've missed kind of this the, whole bottom part the other than the snail pot, racing
2: teapot. Like that whole area was where the commotion was last time. Kind
0: of right, but we didn't, yeah. we
2: didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't actually yeah, we didn't, didn't go in. We didn't do anything. No.
0: Just just had Kanku chaos. Uh, should we go investigate more of the carnival? Um,
3: you also haven't Since been to have the carousel. So you haven't been to the carousel or the bubble oh, yeah. pop teapot? No. Or the pixie kingdom.
2: If you'd like to go to the carousel, that's probably what that's the Kettle Steam has been doing right now. Yeah, you, and the, didn't follow the, the carousel is
3: very close. Let's go to the carousel. Right. Okay. So yeah. Um, we go over to the carousel. And uh, on the carousel, you see there's a procession of wooden unicorns standing motionless on a circular wooden platform. Fairgoers clamber onto the unicorn's backs. Would be would Kettle Steam be one of these fairgoers?
2: There is definitely an average human female on one of those, yeah. Uh,
3: okay, and uh, as, as the ride starts, the um, carousel horses come to life. Their manes flow in the breeze, and they give a little whinnying noise, and they... You know, and the carousel starts to spin as they kind of gallop wildly, like a pantomime sort of galloping. You know what I mean? And, you know, children and everyone on the ride kind of giggle delightedly because, you know, usually your carousel horses don't come to life and move around. But so it's a it's a unique experience. And uh, up at the front of the ride, taking tickets, you see a centaur, you know, a woman with kind of dappled brown and white wearing kind of... uh, a uh, elaborate uh carnival costume with golden ribbons tied in her tail and her hair. Boss
0: strides up and says
3: I would like to ride the carousel. Ah uh, well that will be that will be one ticket punch for everyone if you want to come in.
0: I hand over my ticket and I also ask her while she punches my, my card, how has the carnival been this evening?
3: Oh it's uh it's been all right. I heard there was a commotion over on the other side, but uh, it seems to have settled
0: down. Everyone seems in a fair mood. Nothing uh, important. Getting lost. The town seemed very busy. Not that I've heard of tonight. Oh. Uh,
3: as, y- as y'all are having this conversation, a kid comes up and like points at her and is like, "Look, mommy, a centaur!" <gasps> Just kind of shocked. Maybe he has never seen a centaur before. And uh, the centaur kind of gives sort of a, a rueful smile and says, "No, uh, not a centaur. I'm just a, a person who made a bad deal. A bad deal, you say? Uh she she looks back towards you. <laughs> uh yes, yes. It's um, I I I I made a, a deal with a hag, which in hindsight was a very very bad idea. Did not turn out the way
0: I wanted at all." And she sighs. Is this a deal that you can get out of?
3: Uh, one doesn't, it doesn't seem like one gets out of deals with hags. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was just a human and I wanted to find, I I wanted to find my warhorse. We were great, great companions for years, but uh, it got lost during the heat of a battle. And I asked this, uh, I asked to be reunited with them, and now here I am. I suppose reunited in a way, but not the way I had hoped. Uh, but I'm making the most of it. Awesome. it is just, it's just odd when everyone comes up and calls me a centaur, because i am I'm not a centaur. But I suppose looks are looks,
0: and this is what I have to work with. Amoss is, at first, very moved by the story of having a, an important animal companion. She sort of, you know, gets her hand in puppy's fur. So she certainly relates to that. And then is extremely horrified by the idea that the hag would would do such a terrible thing. Uh,
3: these creatures that make deals, they are often exceptionally literal about
0: their deals, I have discovered. Uh, discovered too late, but still. Is there any way you can get your horse back? I know how much uh, you must miss having your horse and your legs. Ah, uh, yes. Though there are, there are conveniences in having four
3: legs. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it until you had four legs. But it's actually sometimes it's kind of nice. Uh, but I, I know of no way to break this spell, this transformation. Now that I have it, it Ma- it is what it is, and that is.
5: It hmm? didn't. It didn't happen. Before you joined the carnival, did it? I mean, you joined the carnival after you made this Uh, deal? Yes, it was after. And the the hags, was it a hag or multiple hags?
3: It was a hag.
5: And this hag, does not have a name?
3: I I did not know her name. She just seemed to be a powerful, magical practitioner, and...
5: She didn't happen to have a Uh,
3: glass on her outfit or anything, did she? Not that I saw. All right, thank you. So for clarity, because I'm not sure I phrased that right, this happened to her before she joined the carnival. Yeah, I
5: I figured okay. that I just needed to make sure that I wasn't mm-hmm. like walking away from a possible clue mm-hmm.
0: Well Moss kinda nods and says, I know how it can be to have a sudden and confusing change, but I hope it has worked out for the best for you. Have you lost something mm-hmm. as well then? I have. I I have no memory of my life before I was a young girl. I, I don't know I don't know my people or my family or in truth, my real name. But I'm that happy with is... my life now.
3: Hmm. It's good to be satisfied with what you have. Sometimes that's all we can do is be satisfied with what we have. Agreed. But there may be some information for you. The
0: unicorns see quite a lot if you can convince them to tell you. Thank you. I appreciate the the wisdom.
5: Shall, shall we get on some unicorns then? I mean, I assume that the
0: unicorns in <laughs> the parasol. Yeah, I figured that was within meant.
3: She she escorts everyone out of the ride after they've uh, you know the ride's over. She's escorted everyone out, including a perfectly normal human woman. Yes, and uh, she kind of shuffles around under her you know little stand where she was standing taking tickets and says, "Here, let's um let me close down for a minute and you can." She hands you a little jar of golden paint. They all have their name tags, are very worn. Perhaps you could repaint them, and maybe they'll be that
0: might cheer them up and get them what and cheer them up enough that they might chat a little. So, Moss takes the paint and nods and says, I'd be happy to help some unicorns. Uh, and she anyone... kind of I'm
5: coming in because I was with you next to you talking.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, Are all of us going in to paint some unicorn names? Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, then, we, what is our did our centaur give a name? Uh, she did not. Okay. <clears throat> um, so
3: there are eight unicorns here and all of them have kind of name tags. Some of them are faded. Some of them you can read. And uh, the centaur only tells you part of convincing them to talk is going to be figuring out their names. Oh so, yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of a puzzle and we'll see how how annoying it is. Um, so there are eight unicorns arranged in pairs. And the first pair, uh, one of them has uh, says fortune on its name tag, and the other one just has a B, and it looks like maybe space for three more letters. The next pair, one of them is named Fall, and the other one is uh, has a name that starts with PR, with maybe room for three more letters. The third uh, pair, yeah. Uh,
5: I, I already think i guessed that one
3: okay go.
0: pride and it's pride
3: mm. it's
5: pride yes
0: just before fall but, right I think, so i think the first one is bold i think that the first thing? one's bold that is well. that is true that is true
2: Just go
3: stop so, taking notes here
2: y'all too smart
3: oh uh, <laughs> so the third one there is one with the name stone painted on it and the second one is uh M is the first letter and S is the last letter. I look
5: hey, at Really?
0: Huh? I go up to the pony and I, I start, you know, giving it a scratch behind its its ears and say, Hi. <laughs> I know you.
3: And the last pair of unicorns, one of them is stitch. And the other one, there's a couple blank letters, then an N, and room for one more letter. Oh. Nine. Oh.
4: Oh, it's nine. Yeah, a stitch in time saves nine. So,
3: it's nine. Uh, so yes, I assume you go and you paint in all of these things, give them a nice, you know, fresh paint job. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the centaur kind of grins at you and says, well, you you should give them a ride then. Okay, I'll well, I obviously I'll get, get on, on my namesake. <laughs> um, so is it, I assume everyone's getting on? Sure, yep. Yeah, okay. I punch my ticket for a
5: yeah. ride. Yeah. Yep, same. Paul is gonna get on pride. Uh,
3: absolutely. And the centaur starts the ride up. And as you saw before, the horses kind of shake their manes out and start doing a galloping motion. Uh, and they start talking with you. It's not everyone hears this. It's telepathic to whoever their rider is. Uh, and they they greet you. Oh, it's good to have someone who really appreciates us here. I mean, so many people just come and ride, and that's just, uh, it gets, it gets, mm, It can be very rude when they scrape off your paint, and it's all this wear and tear, and no one cares to paint you up again. Um, let's see. Let's start with uh, Alistair, okay. since first character on my list of characters. Uh, it seems like you have lost something find my notes, because these unicorns actually do know a lot. Smart unicorns. Uh, yeah, who
0: knew? Cupcake Math and Smart Unicorns this is a very uh, brainy fair.
5: Cupcake Math and Smart <laughs> Unicorns needs <Please laughs> to be the name of this episode. I was just going to
4: say, it's literally going <laughs> to be the name of the episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So, yes. Alistair. Uh, you've been here before and you lost something. Many people have lost things here. There is a coven of hags who hunt. This is their hunting ground and you have been stalked by of Lorna Bright has who's taken your of
0: mm-hmm.
3: Lorna Brightstraw who has a lair in a rambling in a rambling cottage on stilts in a swamp.
4: That sounds delightful.
3: We'll have to get out of this place to find her though. And uh Moss, you were actually told the same Blav, blav Bavlorna Blightstraw. Wow, that is that's like uh, really a really hard name. Bavlorna Bright Bl- Blightstraw uh who lives in a in a swamp, in a fey swamp. Um Hippolyta? I'm a horse. Hello. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Oh, it's it is lovely to meet someone who really appreciates me. Yes, that's very nice. Thank you. Thank you for my name back. Um well, the least I could do. Hmm, it, well, but it it does seem like you've lost something like your friends. No, my friends are right there. Uh it they've lost things, I can tell, but you've yeah. lost something too. How about we don't worry
5: too much about that? Because sometimes people lose things and they don't want
3: Ah uh, yes, I can understand. But if you decide you want, your, you want to fill this lost space, then you would want to seek out Indolin Moongrave. 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 She is a hag who lives in an old, abandoned mountaintop theater. Dramatic one, that one.
5: I do admit, I do like the sound of an abandoned theater.
3: And,
1: uh, shot. And I go, how do you talk without moving your mouth?
3: Ah, well, it it is a talent you learn when your mouth is made of wood. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I can tell right off that you are missing a couple of cogs up there in your head. Um, maybe you'd like to get those back. Uh, If so, you need to find Scabatha Nightshade. Her lair is a dead, hollowed-out tree in a sylvan forest in Prismere. And that is what all of them have to say to you. They continue the ride. If you'd like to talk to them further, you can.
2: Um, does mine say anything?
3: Oh,
0: um, hang on. Were hang you on. Not, did you? I thought you would just go oh, on the ride.
2: Yeah,
5: I, I
3: did thought you think would ride before.
0: You
2: could
3: again. You could. on again if you wanted to. I would allow it. Well, I mean, I
2: we, I was there when we were doing all the name stuff, so I figured. Well, oh yeah, that. so you I, can I,
3: you slip? Well, the kettle steam was just getting off the ride, but you could slip back in if you. Kittle seems a,
0: a sneaky one.
4: I think I have an idea of what's going on.
3: Um, can I ask you a question, uh, my my friend,
4: as we're riding?
3: Uh, are you talking to the horse? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, of course. Certainly. Uh, I I don't... This is in no way meant
5: to imply that, you, that you're not perfect the way you are. But were you always <laughs> a wooden unicorn?
3: Oh, yes. I was crafted. You know, the elven craftsmen can make things that are... fabulously magical, and I'm one of these creations. I was carved with a great deal of love, painted with such glorious colors, and here I get to run and entertain people, meet all sorts of people. Uh, So I am as I have always been. People come and people go through the carnival, but I am just me.
5: You've been in the carnival how long? Oh, centuries. And these hags, when did you first know of them? I mean, have they been involved in the carnival for this entire time.
3: And they are a more recent addition. I I Liz do not actually know how long they are. They have been here. Uh they've appeared in the past decades. Okay. All right.
5: And are do Mr. Witch and Mr. Light know something about them
3: but can't tell anyone about it? Well, if you know anything about hags, you know they like to prevent waggling tongues. Often people are prevented from talking about Deals or bargains or coercions that have been made with hags. Okay, all right, I understand. Thank you, I appreciate it. It's,
5: it's, uh, it's been incredibly helpful, and well, as wise as you are, beautiful, that's very beautiful. Happy to have met you.
3: It shakes its mane very cheerfully. Um, so kettle steam. Actually, these horses do have several unique pieces of information to give to you. And whether you decide to share them with the rest of the group is, uh, that's on you. So we could have some fun here. Hmm. Uh, so your, her says you're, you're seeking Xybilna. Uh, it's been quite some time since we've seen Xybilna. She's frozen in time in Prismere. Trapped by the hags that have seized her realm.
2: I'm, I just, uh, I'm, I'm like kind of angry at this point.
3: Mm. But I'm like, Bev- go on. Be- Lorna Bright. Oh my God, I'm never going to get this name right. It's going to be, we're going to play Straw. this whole adventure. I, 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 I keep wanting to call her
5: Bright Straw myself. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
3: It does seem like it should be Bright Straw, but it's Blight Straw because she's, a she's not a very nice person.
4: Yep. She's an evil hag. Gotta have that Blight name.
3: I've uh, Blight Straw, Scabatha Nightshade, and Indolin Moongrave. They've taken Zyblina's realm and split it into little pieces for themselves. Uh, Splinter realms that are called Hither, Thither, and Yon. But they distrust each other. Neither of them trusts the other. Each one is convinced that the others are plotting against her. Like they are. Mm. I mean, they're hags, so... Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh... So yes, Kettlesteam, Do you have any further questions for the unicorn?
2: You say it's been split into three—hither, thither, and yon. Yes. Do you know how to make them bring them back? I, I need to fix this. Sibilna, as you know, is my patron,
3: and or I'm every... assuming you know. Mm, I think Prismere would be better off as it were as, than as where it is. But uh, the hags must be gone to. If you wish to find in Bilna, I think the hags must go first.
2: Stab the hags. Got it.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, Sometimes hags are more difficult to kill than stabbing them, but that, that would be the general idea, I think, yes.
2: And where can I find these hags?
3: They are in Prismere. Ah. Yeah, the, that adds a layer
2: of complication.
3: Yeah, it does. They have split Prismir between the three of them and divided it into these three realms, hither, thither, and okay. beyond. I wasn't sure if
2: they were, like, in swamps outside of
4: Prismir or something.
3: No, it is, in fact, Prismere, which they have taken over and uh, warped to their own desires.
4: But if they are, if this is their hunting ground, there's got to be something here that connects this place to that place. Like a mirror. Like a mirror. (laughs) Well, okay. How do you know so much?
3: Oh, well, we are here. We've been here for centuries, and we sit, and we watch, and we listen. And we see the servants of these creatures sneaking through the carnival.
2: Servants, you say? How do you, how do you identify such servants? And where do they go?
3: Oh, well, they're easy to see once you know what to look for. They aren't. They're shadows slipping in and out. They're people who are never happy. And they sneak about and they take what they will for their masters. And then they slip back away.
2: Are they the type that might disguise themselves as a worker here? A... I have
3: never s I've never seen them disguised. They hide in shadows. They're hard to see sometimes, but they don't disguise themselves. They don't take any need to pretend to be someone else. They are as they are. Twisted creatures.
2: Is there something that would give them away? Is there an s- insignia? Uh
3: no, they are all they're all quite different. Let me pull up descriptions. They're all quite different creatures. Um One of them is a little girl wears a mask like a pig. We've seen that one. Hmm.
5: That's one one of them.
3: One of them is a shadow, the shadow of an acrobat performer, quite lovely, but not very nice. The other is a a twisted creature with green skin and large eyes that, uh, kind of in the form of a hag itself, but small, not, not a hag. Uh, very fast. All of them hide in the shadows. They're simply hard to see in the crowds. They slip around.
2: I understand that mode of transportation quite well, actually. <laughs> what can you tell me about the Hourglass Coven? Is that just the three hags? Is there more to it?
3: That is just what the hags call themselves.
2: It's a dumb name. I don't like them. Mm, well, why Hourglass? Some-
3: someone would say Kettle Steam is a dumb name, but I'm not saying that. Everyone has their name. I, um, I really,
5: really, i really, really, really unhappy that I can't hear this conversation because <laughs>
2: Apollo
3: would totally. want. I'd say it was dumb too.
2: <laughs> uh, why hourglass?
3: I do not know why they picked their name.
2: I guess I'll have to stab it out of them. <laughs> you have been incredibly helpful.
3: Uh, well, it is always nice to have someone to talk, to, even if they have a strange name. Uh, Thank so you. yes. They, uh, you finish the ride. You have a nice chat with the unicorn, and off you go. Uh, the centaur at the front says, "I hope that was helpful."
0: It was. Thank you. I'm glad I met a unicorn with my same name. <laughs> oh, that's charming. That's
3: charming. On
2: on huh? my way off the mm-hmm. the ride, I make the sound of an actual like kettle, you know.
3: <laughs> and, uh, and the and, and, unicorn I just kind
2: of look back, and I'm like, it has meaning
3: the unicorn shakes its mane at you but doesn't comment like looks at you and sort of shakes its mane and uh but then goes back into its straightforward <laughs> carousel horse pose
0: so should we did anyone learn anything from their unicorn friends I in- have a the hag. name of a hag
5: Yeah I was given the name of a hag too it wasn't Indola uh something was it
0: Indolin Indolin
5: yes uh, Indolin the hag who lives in a mountain fort a mountain theater that's been deserted
4: yeah, the one that has my mirth is on a swamp and a chicken cottage. And
1: I learned to go to the realm that our new friend also was trying to get into. Yeah. Ah, he does remember some important things.
5: He can remember things. His problem is he doesn't make decisions.
1: What? We make decisions. You don't make good you decisions. You told us this. <laughs> I, you guys just don't like the You told me make- to my face that you make bad decisions. Oh, well. Yeah, but I clearly that wasn't ends. a good decision
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> to be to be fair. That is that is keeping in track with the character telling
1: <laughs> your character
4: that he makes bad decisions is a bad decision, so it tracks.
1: And I am definitely saying that having to go to that realm is a bad decision.
4: Yeah, I think we uh I think we all need to go there.
2: Well, I mean, how it's well,
4: well, if this is their hunting um, ground, I, I look at Kettlestein, which and light know how to get there. We go, we proceed with our plan, they know.
2: They're not the only ones who know how to get there, but we can still proceed with the plan.
4: Oh, wait, what? I look at him or her. I look at the um, thing to Elaborate.
2: At the, like at this point, I don't know if we want to elaborate, and then I know people have to kind of call it soon, so I don't know how much more. We'll um,
3: let's elaborate. try. Let's try and resolve this conversation, and we'll say okay, y'all cool. headed off to the swans. And
2: um, in that case, I will. Ki- basically, I, I'll I'll convey everything. Um, uh, you know, I will tell them about how my story was effectively a fuller picture of the puzzle pieces that they each received and that, um, kind of putting it all together. It seems that we're all in this for similar reasons now. And, uh, I, I explained the whole hither, thither, yawn. Um, so it's, it's not, it, it is no longer just Prismere. It's been split. Um,
5: the girl with the pig face, the pig mask, we saw her Yep. in the, in the hall in of the if we can figure out how to get in there, we may not even need Witch and Light anymore.
4: They might have a way to get there.
5: That's the thing. yeah. That's a
4: good point. But I look. I look at uh, Kettlestein. So stab witches, free your patron, give Prismir back to patron, profit.
2: Yes, but the the swans are a very important step. The uh the I was actually told that by the horse. I discussed the plan, and I was told to continue with the plan.
0: This oh. time, Moss rolls her eyes. Right. That of course
5: is a lie,
2: but I don't know that.
3: <laughs> I mean, does anyone want to roll an insight check? Yes. Oh,
5: roll well, one. I don't really
4: natural twenty. It... <laughs> nice. Wait, okay, can I roll
2: deception just to see?
5: Um, sure, sure. We'll see if you roll if, a, if you a roll twenty a on deception. Well, no, he has mm-hmm. the, there's yeah. no critical successes with
3: this. Unless
4: Liz decides there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Guess what? Well, well, uh, I rolled a three.
3: Um. Yeah, you think Kettlestein is maybe lying on that one?
5: I only rolled an eight, I, but that's good enough. When he rolled the four, I, I will walk. Was, I'll, I'll a, walk over to an eight
2: total.
4: So. I'll walk over to Kettlestein. I put my hand on Kettlestein's shoulder. You don't have to lie. I would have done the Swan thing anyway.
2: <laughs> my eyes light up <laughs> very briefly. They're like, huh? And and then regain my composure. <laughs> oh, so to the swans we go. Alrighty then.
3: Um. So just logistical question. Do y'all want to play out the swan thing or do y'all want to call it for the day?
5: It's probably a good time to stop. Cause I have yeah. maybe 10 minutes before I
3: have to go yeah. check on my, my cat. Okay. Then we will call it. That has been, that has been the episode. I thank everyone for joining us in our exploration of the Witchlight carnival. Maybe next time we come back, we will actually be able to find a way out of the carnival into some interesting new place. Maybe even Prismere. I don't know. Um, So thank you to all the players. If you all want to say anything before we part.
4: Uh, Anything. Yeah, I just got to do our (laughs) our standard outro. Uh, Folks, Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. Your continued support means this podcast sighting community is able to thrive and grow. Those who watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to our podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads free site experience, as well as allowing us to do shows like this. Thank you very much.
2: Costed. Get you, (laughs) Costed.
4: It's a custard party
2: tonight.
0: we you